later in the show. Minus Boomich plus Jerry in Navi or minus Nafani plus Jerry in Cloud9, which would have a better result. And why, of course. And, and <laughs> yeah, you can't just okay. say one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in first case, Boomich and Navi, I think that w would have had a better result because in Navi they had players that are really playing uh, structured, but at the same time, skill-wise. They had Simple, who can do something incredible. Uh, those Electronic, who can do anything anything he won on the map when he was on AGL, he had incredible aim. And Boomage, as they had uh, some rumors, let's call it like that, about him, and he was the guy who was just like me. He fought with the heart a lot, he had some issues with the coach and the, uh, I mean, played, yeah, because... Best Esports Oz. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? Trade.it.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy-to-use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.it.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg. Oh, baby, we're back with another episode of HLTV Confirmed, and there is some energy in the Counter-Strike scene at the moment. CS2 injection of life. It has brought everybody back, including myself, even though I should be quite tired right now. I am. Uh, today, we're going to get into the thicker things, but quickly do a bit of housekeeping around here. We have to thank our lovely sponsors who will make this possible. HLTV Confirmed podcast been running for a decent amount of time now. I don't know how long that is. I you guys can decide. in on five years, more or less. Wow. This is longer than any relationship I've ever had. <laughs> that's uh that's true that is true and we're all about how honesty around here you? how close were you to the five i think i did uh like a three and a half to maybe yeah three and a half that's probably the longest uh, otherwise I've, I've been been in and out and all over the place so uh you know we're, we're working on one now we're trying to rack up the years now we'll see if we can contest with that but as i mentioned sponsors the lovely people from 22 bet remember to gamble responsibly steel series uh, mice, mouse pads, headsets, keyboards, all the good stuff. Been in uh, Counter-Strike for a very, very long time. Go check them out if you're in the marketplace for any of the peripherals. And of course, trade.gg. It's a marketplace. You can go over there, get yourself some new skins, check out what they've got on offer. They have skins for other games too. It's not just Counter-Strike. they got stuff for TF2, Rust. I was having a little bit of a look today. That's trade.gg. All right, you got Prof on the screen. He already said hi. Give everyone a wave, Prof. There you go. That's Prof. He's giving you a wave. Striker, the beardless man, we're going to call him from now on. Uh, give everybody a shake of the head, Striker. Wow, it's like Chad says. It's a new game. Uh, and Jerry, 
the man, yeah. the myth, the legend. Uh, we've got him on the show today to run us through an awful lot and learn a little bit about what you've been up to. Jerry, thank you for joining us. It's always great to hear from you, mate. Uh, how you how you feeling today? Another podcast, another chance to to express yourself. Yeah. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great, actually. And I want to say thank you that you called me here and you've been good with my scheduling because it's now kind of shaky. <laughs> Let's talk about it later. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really happy to be here because now, as you mentioned, we have an injection of CS2 and mm, there is so much motivation now and I'm glad to be here again. Damn straight. All right, Jerry, let's get into the show. What we're going to do is we're going to run the bumper and get straight into the hot seat so we can start quizzing you about what life has been like. Lucas, run the bumper. All right, we're back and we're straight into things here. Jerry, uh, I think people who, who maybe haven't been following your Counter-Strike career, we'll just give them, a, we'll, we can say one word. Fours or Forza. Maybe that's what I should have said because you were there for an awfully long time, mate. But in recent history, you're in the breeze, you're in the wind. So let's start with what's been going on? What has Jerry been up to for the last couple of months? Uh, first time in my six year, in my life, I should say, when I had a proper work because Counter-Strike now is proper work. You should remember that because you're doing a lot of job every day. So uh, first time in my life, I was able to travel, to travel like with no back uh you know backtracking like you go there okay you have time you go there you want to see there you want to visit this place you go and visit that of course i was not going that far away but uh i was in africa and actually this is kind you of went to africa. From, yes i was in africa i was an island called zanzibar it's okay. a tanzania okay. country and uh yeah I, I i have seen something and this is not anything like you know <laughs> i've seen some beautiful places and uh yeah i've been taking some motivation i've been uh, negotiation with some organizations and uh, i wanted to go straight into it i wanted to get back just after i had to part ways with worse i wanted to go back in like i don't know three weeks but it wasn't possible for some reasons uh and now we are at 4th september and already tomorrow i will i will start to practice again finally uh and i have a you know big thing in my mind now we have counter strike 2 and on the other hand we will see still running tournaments in counter strike global offensive like esl pro league now it's just going from two sides and i don't know what to do now but it's a weird time isn't it jerry when you were in yes. this limbo period between two games and there's so much access for cs2 and all the updates and you don't want to get left behind but the main competition is still on csgo right now so when are you going to when are you going to flick the the switch? What What's the choice you have to make here? Uh, I wanted to ask you if you call it Limba, CS2 is heaven or hell? <laughs> heaven or oh, hell. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we need to get in that to a little bit later because that's going to be a massive discussion about the CS2 stuff. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there's very so I think... uh, decisive. Can, no, let me, I don't have the word. Anyway, there's polarizing opinions on either yes. side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me answer. Uh, uh, we will try to focus on CSGO for now. And okay. uh, I will try to combine this schedule with some small talks and maybe small games like one hour or, uh, I don't know, one and a half. And the, uh, by the end of the day, by the, by the end of the preparations and uh, etc., we will try to play Counter-Strike 2 for a, just a little bit every day. Just a little bit. I, will, I think I will 
call teammates to do the same resolution, of course, and uh, to just, you know, to just to feel it, just uh, feel this game, because now there is, again, we will look forward into it a little bit later, because there is so much to say about his, you know. For sure. I Look, right now, I, I just want Lucas, maybe bring this, is this, is, let me send Lucas's picture, he can show everybody. You can have a look in TeamSpeak as well, guys. Is this where you went, Jerry? Like, you, the, the, this little island right here with this beautiful turquoise water. Like, was mm. it like this in Zanzibar? It was uh, slightly better, actually. But slightly yeah. better? Oh. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was slightly better because uh, there was always uh, tides, you know, tide. Uh, yeah. When the water comes uh, back uh, be because of the moon gravity and uh, comes back later. This is so this is the starts with Jerry, man. I love this. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time in my life I've seen something in this earth. When you see the wa water is just running away from you, and it's not an sea, it's an ocean, actually. So this was incredible because you can just walk out for three kilometers. The sea was just in front of you, and four or three hours later, you can just walk out straight into that ocean, three kilometers forward. So and the you low can see and the high tides, right? Yeah. Yes, and yeah. you can see and you can see a lot of uh, underwater uh, living living creatures. Okay. And uh, the, actually, I always, I almost saw the minefield. <laughs> you know, there is some there is some creature that has spikes, the black Ooh. one with spikes. I don't know the how it's called in English, but the urchin, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah probably, the sea urchin, probably. Yeah. I yes, think that's the, the one. Yes, yeah. and. Uh, there is a lot of them, so you need to find a trail, and you need to uh, you need to for looking forward into your uh, I, I should say mentor from Africa, <laughs> because he's the only one who knows the way. Otherwise, you will get yeah, uh, stabbed by this. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, by these spikes, and this is actually. Then you realize that the people they belong not to ocean; they belong to ground, <laughs> because there you think. Uh, you feel yourself defenseless. Mm. You are just all about, it's all about, I don't know, size. The ocean is really big. Yeah, yeah, this one. And uh, as uh, long those spikes are, as more poisoned this uh, sea urge, as you called it. So <clears throat> Nice. Okay. Do you, do you like going to places like that, Jerry? Are you into the, into the more islandy type, type places? Yeah. Uh, yeah? There, there, yeah, there, there was some, uh, there were some islands. Uh, I visited with the locals, and uh, yeah, everyone has to see that. Everyone has to see the world we're living in. I think this is this is important. Sometimes okay. this is important, especially when you are stuck in one place for a long time, and you need to wider wider your eyes, wider your mind to something new. And this is the first step: it's to see something new. Sure. I, I think that worked that way. How did the, how is this gonna help you uh, win a major in CS2? Tell me, tell me that. <laughs> Actually, it's about motivation. If we go back, uh, people they're I don't know, they're strange. Everyone are strange, and uh, to start something new, you have to destroy everything behind you. I, I, that's my opinion. And uh, how, as you mentioned, how it will help me? It will just give me a little bit more uh, motivation. And uh, I will try to use it to win that major. So that's my answer. I love <laughs> philosophy with Man. Jerry. This is my new uh, favorite afternoon uh, activity. 
therapy not yeah ther- philosophy therapy. with jerry not therapy <laughs> maybe therapy comes later maybe maybe that's when we start talking philosophy. about the six years <laughs> my teammates will ask about that philosophy. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we, that's it right we might have to we might have to pivot right now to the counter-strike here jerry because uh look you're in fours for six long years uh when people thought about fours or you were you were the man who most people thought of right it was it was kind of like jerry's team and that's because you do talk to us in such a manner and the way you represent yourself and talk about counter-strike it was quite, um, at least to the English speaking community. Well, I'm, maybe I should just speak for myself here. My opinion was like, you know, I would think of fours and I would think of you. And you were there for a long time. You played with a lot of different players. You had a lot of different, these, these chances, these events where things were looking good and you were making strides. And then, you know, it would, you'd drop back again. And then you'd try it again with a couple of new lads and then it wouldn't work again. That was kind of the cycle that you went through for a couple of years. So do you want to talk about some of that journey, your highlights, your lowlights, what what you enjoyed and and didn't enjoy during fours. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I will set this conversation as like something bad and after something good. So something bad is back to 2019. Uh, we were trying to qualify from bootcamp. We roster with Fleet Joe, Face Crack, C Power. We tried to qualify for IM Katowice uh, uh, 19 year. And uh, we failed. We lost to Pro 100. It's a uh, Ukrainian team, uh, and uh, that was the last chance so we can qualify for the minor. And we failed. That was the first bad moment in force for me. But then, just right after that, we were in the boot camp. We stick together, and we said tomorrow there is a qualification for PGL Grand Slam. It's uh, not the ESL thing. It's a tournament that was in uh, uh, East. Let me call it UIA. It's uh, yeah, Abu Dhabi, right? Yes, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So we won qualifier uh, there. Uh, we won Copenhagen Flames in that team back to 2019. It was Huxi there actually. We won him 16-5, <laughs> and we oh. went to that tournament. Yeah, uh, and we <laughs> the and, that day just uh, yeah, yeah, so, in the background. Yeah, yeah, nostalgia, nostalgia. So yeah, we went for that big tournament. That was the first big tournament for, for me and uh, as you get post on Hell TV uh, on Twitter on X you call it now uh, that was my first photo on helltv.org from this competition in th- back 2019 with Fleet Joe and Facecrack on my right side so uh, I had my first game on the stage against Avangar I had my first game on stage against Fnatic and that was incredible actually I, I really enjoyed that can show oh, the picture. I just found it. Yeah, Striker's got the photo here to, to bring up Lucas. So uh, what Jerry's referencing right now, we can show everybody at home. <laughs> it's I crazy so. how 2019 feels like it was just yesterday, but also feels so long ago now at the same time. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm kind and... of like when you're when you're saying this to me, like I feel like I would have expected your first picture to be way before 2018. Right? Right? It feels like you've been around for such a long time, you know? Yeah, 2018, uh, this is like end of 2018. That, that was in my brain two years ago. So yeah, <laughs> same, it was, same. Unfortunately, same. it was five years ago. So yeah, same actually. And the, look at the baby next... Flit. Look at baby face Flit. He's... I feel like Flit looks the same now, man. Do you I, mean, think? Just, Major I feel like he has more like childlike chubbiness in his face. I feel like he Exa- has exactly, baby exactly. in his face in this picture. Like, which he doesn't exactly, have now. exactly. Your professor, you're right because <laughs> he was he, he he was used to 
eat a lot of fast food. But after that, he <laughs> he go on diet. He do, he go on diet on everything, and he won a major. <laughs> okay, so good diet that's, that's with a major. That's that's the, that's the golden rule. <laughs> go on a diet with a major. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So looking forward, then was the COVID nineteen year online era. It was the hardest for us because we were a team of emotions and. Uh, Worst thing there is the failing to close out the game on overpass against Gambit uh, when it was Nafani, uh, Axile, Shira, Hobbit, and um, Inters. Inters yeah. That yeah. that that was the team, and uh, kind of when we they, had... they exploded on the online era, right? Yeah, we had fourteen, fourteen <laughs> free lead on overpass for T side. We won pistol and. We were not able to close it out. Actually, it sounds like Jerry. Maybe that game kept you up uh, a few nights, huh? The way you're talking about it, there. You remember? Remember exactly what went wrong, huh? Of course, of course, because <laughs> because there was so much moments. There was so much talks about that game after we're trying to realize why, why, why that why that happened. So, and uh, I should say that uh, Nafani and company they did this. A terrifying thing with comebacks to a lot of teams after. <laughs> so cool. we were we were just the first. We were just the first in their list of death. So yeah, you weren't alone, was, but you just had to experience it first. This was also for like this was a RMR, right? Like this was yes. qualifiers for the for the major essentially at the time. Yes, exactly. That was the that was the fight for RMR points for Stockholm. Uh, yeah. If if I'm not mistaken, yeah. there were three tournaments with RMR points and. Yeah. These points we were really needed, and and Luca. <laughs> after uh, and uh, there is uh, always uh, good after the bad one. So I think the good one was after. I mean, before that is the Berlin major. That was the uh, minor versus the was the minor. Uh, that was the first mi regional uh, minor old system when uh, old. CIS team comes up together and fight for uh, major spots, and that was the first minor I won with the old Forza team. Uh, it was C Power Fleet again, and after that we had a, ma a major in Berlin, and uh, we had good fights against good teams such as Mouse with Kerrigan, Robs, and Chris J. In that time, and uh, Furia uh, with Steel, Xirata, and Yuri. Because uh, those players are still showing us that they were good in that time and they are good today. And uh, uh, of course, again, bad and bad we lost when we had 2-1 score in the challenger stage. We lost to G2 with Kenny S in that time. Kenny S was even playing. And uh, after that, we lost to Dreamitters. That was our CIS Derby match. Oh, I remember mm. this game. Against, yes. Uh, we, what was his name? The guy that was playing. Zoner was there. He was yeah, the other one. Like, yes. Sviat, exactly. right? Yeah. Sviat, Krat, Krat, Krat. Yeah. I was playing with him long, uh, just half of the year, but still, yeah. So uh, there is uh, good and bad. And, but uh, always the bad things, if we compare there together, is to failing to go to the next stage of the majors. Because if we go to the 2022, 2023, I had Antwerpen had uh, Paris when we had TO and uh, something went wrong. I don't know. Actually, it was with different people. It first one was Antwerpen Major was with Kensi uh, and Norway. And the second one, the Paris one, 
was uh, with result and crud and different people i'm almost there we are almost there i should say but always failing that was the worst moments but the good ones are always is like to go to the major because this is the big show from wealth this is the tournament that everyone wants but as a lot of pro players that is uh, in the top 10 uh, saying in, in interviews and i'm agree with them is that you're not able to leave by just one tournament i mean it's important for me the major because mm. it's a dream for each player but still each tournament every tournament is important every tournament is the way you look at it you have to focus on it you have to do everything you can to win each tournament as rob said recently and i'm agree with him because uh when you teach yourself to this ability this is the hardest part in uh, professional scene now is stability is when you play uh against each team and you do almost the same like cloud nine does everyone say it's really easy to prepare for them they're doing almost the same things but uh, i mean the old one before electronic and perfect joining but still you always realize that it's uh, if you do the same things in counter-strike you will reach highs for sure but you just need to keep your routine you just need to keep yourself together every time and uh, not letting yourself uh not letting yourself you know relax so okay i will explain myself more clearly like if you have the major but before major you have like i am i don't know sydney mm. or whatever esl As an example yep yes it's hard to focus on both tournaments yeah, right sure. because you have to prioritize one over the other yes still you have to prioritize but you should have some tools to create in your team the mood that's showing everyone that the both tournaments are the same are equal because that way you will learn how to be a stable team a stable player from yes. it's it's really important. I don't know. Uh, in we, my, we hear this in my a new... lot, Jerry, these days from people like uh, like Astralis is a good example of what you're saying. Oh, yeah. When you hear them in interviews now, they talk about uh, the English word I think they're using for it is the process, right? Is that the similar thing as what you're talking about here? The process of what you're going through? Mm, yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, like approach to your uh, trainings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they they also broaden it right to each day and the schedule and like the sleeping pattern and all of these things yes, in life, which yes, we all know I, are important, but we don't do. <laughs> in Counter Strike, yes, this is another thing. Like I have read some Cadians interviews and I've heard some Cadians interviews, and he's saying, I have a way to look at the team. Like the team, we have to wake up together, we have to get breakfast together, we have to go to the gym together, mm. and I think in my head now it's all set it up that that team really should do that because back in, I don't know, two or three years, I was thinking like everyone have the same uh, different approaches to um, gaming process. Yeah. Mm. But what's the key point in teams that been stable for years or been, uh, ha or having an era like Astralis, as you mentioned, all those teams, they are doing the similar things every day, mm. but it may be included it may include uh, the regime of uh, sleep it may include gym but it should include something that putting team together because if you have your team setting up together by uh, event yeah it could be any event yeah. you're having a team spirit growing up and eventually you will 
have a good relationship and when you, once you have good relationship now it's time to use tools such as gym such as regime and etc so this is like you know steps what uh, the... I, I put i put in my head now and i will try to put them in reality with uh, my new roster uh, what that's, team that's my goals what team did you have like the best um best kind of a uh, vibe for you which which had the, which uh, the best connection yeah. yeah of of the ones the four teams that you had which one where is that like camaraderie and togetherness the mm, best? let's say it was forza with uh Zorte, Kensi, Norway, Shalfei, Fierce, and me. I think yeah, that was the, Antwerp, the team. The Antwerp uh, major. Yeah, I think there we had the incredible, uh, incredible level of understanding each other. In the same time, we combined with a lot of jokes. In the same time, combined with a lot of hard working and uh, understanding the common goals together. Even though we were joking, still we were not. We were knowing what we are going to do. Uh, after the practice day so you know some adding some uh, of of day job like what you do uh, after your schedule we set it up together uh, not much but i think that was the key that we were growing up so fast and uh, that was also the key point that we fell apart oh I really think, uh, yeah i think uh relationship inside the team this is the first and always first step to create a system because to play a good counter strike you need to create a system how are you going to play how are you going to approach this how are you going to approach this rotation how are you going to use this nate mm -hmm. is it nate important is this nate has to be uh i don't know bite on only on second round whatever a lot of things so but how yeah. did it uh, how did it fall apart how did that uh yeah why, why did that team then not live longer essentially because uh we as as i mentioned we had a lot of synergy and that synergy was falling apart because sometimes uh, of results sometimes of uh, conflicts with people uh they were conflicting they were arguing uh, me included uh not i mean i'm not taking myself a part of it i was the part of it and i was the one of the a lot of reasons there uh, why we uh, separated with Kensi and Norway. But even though after that, I I would like to say that those guys are incredible, and now they're playing in Aurora. And I see, uh, I see they one we once we had a you know a meeting together on uh, LAN. Uh, we saw them on the Paris uh, Challenger stage. Uh, they're. They're just similar as uh, I, we played with them before. I mean, those guys, the Kensi, he's the really funny guy. He's, uh, mm, let me compare him to, I don't know, Flame Z now playing for Vitality or maybe Spinks. Those guys, they're, you know, hot-blooded. They are funny. They, but in the same time, in the other hand, they know that even if you need to work, you need to work after your uh, day with the team, you need to practice your aim. And Kensi was one of those guys. And Norway, he was just trying to get confidence because there before he was playing for a bad team. I'm not remember what exactly. I mean, bad that he wasn't able to achieve anything. And in that Forza team, he was putting up together all his resources to get the confidence. And he managed to do that because after he joined Aurora with Kensi, they had 1.20 rating. And they got the confidence and they needed to grow up uh, to grow up uh, maybe together maybe separately whatever they needed to grow up 
and uh, that was the reason. Uh, those guys needed to grow up, and we were not able to find the ways to put all the team together to grow up together. So that was this is this what maybe I was explaining really hard, but uh, it it was actually because of the relationships. Was it so, the way that you guys saw the game, or was it the way that like the the personal relationships de personal, deteriorate? Personal, yes. Okay. It was personal, and okay. we were try we were trying to handle it, but uh, you know sometimes when you fill the gap, the yeah. if if that gap is crucial, the other gaps will appear, and that's what yeah. happened with us. We had a lot of gaps and trying to fill it all, but not enough hands. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you got you obviously had a lot of teammates. I mean, a lot of teammates left you over the years. You know, six years in Forza is a long time. Was there never a point where you think thought about leaving, or you know, the, you being the one who would say like, okay, like this seems to be I have to be the one who has to change? Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, when you play a lot for one team, you always think when you're changing teammates that maybe you are the reason why are are why why is that not. Uh, getting good with time uh, maybe you are the reason why people leaving but when i start to analyze myself over the years because when i, I was starting playing from back 2017 or 18 and i had a lot of mistakes from myself i started to analyze them i started to try to fix them and other people was coming and helping me helping me with that for example, it was little first coach. I mean, mm -hmm. not not first coach, but uh, one of the first coaches I've been working with a lot. Striker, yeah, guy from Kazakhstan. No, not this striker. <laughs> not this one. <laughs> yeah, not this one. Not this one. Yeah, right. So after LMBTR, now this is the coach of Monte. Mm -hmm. uh, Pierce. Right. Yes, each of those people are helped me a lot to represent myself to the team, to realize what I'm capable on, and. Uh, I think, yeah, I was really thinking that maybe it's because of me, but there is only one, only one thing you can do to realize is that true or false. You just need to leave and you just need to start to do it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to do that from the beginning, that means you're capable of something, but you just need to fix your mistakes. Everyone has a second chances, third chances in Counter-Strike. Some, some people are not actually because... Maybe they don't like game much, not showing up, you know. But yeah, I, I we call them paycheck I, stealers around here, Jerry. Uh, or maybe cyber tourism. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a huge term. Yeah, yeah that's the one, uh, Jerry. I wanted to, I wanted to ask here, right? You mentioned it twice, and you mm -hmm. said you're gonna, you know, you mentioned one thing about practice, and then you said something about your new team. Are you able to, you able to tell us who the who the new team is? I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, but uh, is it an international team or is it? No, a... no, it's okay. yes, it's yes. I, I had some offers from uh, international rosters, but eventually I didn't like the way uh, those teams are looking to how to create a roster. I mean, I have my okay. own. Okay, that's interesting. What do, what do you my... mean by that? I mean, I have my own vision how the team which. Players, players you want. Teams which players teams should include to progress in half of the year. It's this is the thing. Okay. So how uh, does yeah, that what, what kind of does that mean you if, to me that sounds like you want young hungry players that are gonna work a lot? Uh, yes. Uh, but <laughs> but 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 there is uh, some specific things. For example, it might be 
an experienced sniper, experienced with the uh, numbers of health TV I like. I mean, um, I think still in current meta and in more forward uh, future meta, mm. a sniper will be the, always the guy who's doing a lot of impact really a lot of impact in clutches in opening duels in finishing rounds that's the sniper so that's the first thing in my head i wanted to say and uh, the sniper should be really good in my opinion then as you mentioned professor there is a should be a young players who are ready to grind and for me this is most important that they're ready to listen i mean if you get invited to cloud9 you go there and there is a really good people that i would like to listen what they're gonna say what they're gonna say about the game how they approach the game but uh, in my case since i didn't receive offer with such talented players i have the only one way is the to find the young ready to work people and tell who them can, what they need to do and tell them how they can do what they want Let's be clear here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Take them I, to take yeah, take them to water, right? They, you they you need, can't make they, them drink, but you can take mm -hmm. them to the water. Yes, I want them to realize that they're good players and they just didn't have enough resources, or maybe they didn't have IGL, or maybe they didn't have confidence. That's what my mission here. I will try to help them to find their way into the world of Counter Strike. So that's my that's my goal. I realize that I'm. I'm really good at uh, helping people who think they're uh, bad or who think they're not capable to play a tier one or tier two or tier three, whatever. I just I just know the steps. And the uh, confidence to help to help them get there, or or what the processes of what they need to do. Well, it's the buff. It's the buff. It's the process. It's the confidence. It's the team building, team spirit. A lot of steps. If we talk about this one, we will need a structure. But I mean structure on the screen, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think that's my that's my goal. That's my mission here in uh, mm. Strike to help develop young talents. Uh, that's what we can even trust. even even if though after they will go and play for Tier One, I will be really glad and happy. Maybe I'm not the, that good player that could go to Tier One. Maybe maybe I don't know yet. <laughs> but uh, if I can help other people, why not? I mean, that's the role as well. It's it's all about roles. I think uh, I'm just trying to think of like your ex-teammates, like who is successful and who is not. And people can judge this in different ways, but I think um, only Flit comes to mind. Like Flit obviously won the major, but other than that, like it's not like any of your former teammates went on to do bigger things. Uh, yeah. So I would read that as like, you did a lot with not so good pieces. Some other people can maybe interpret it differently, but it seemed it, outside of Flit, who do you think was the, I mean, Zorty is now maybe on, on path to do something, but mm -hmm. he is still early on. Other than that, who do you think are the, are the best teammates you had? Teammates like, uh, okay. I guess performance wise, like of, if yeah, they have like tier one, yeah, potential, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, fleet. Let's let's make an as exception, and let's say, for example, uh, Norvi, because uh, I was looking into him uh, when uh, Pierce told me that we can take him. I saw some some of his clips, some of his plays, and realized that this guy is have incredible aim, but he seems to be not. Uh, sure what what he's doing on the map and once we uh, start to play with him i realized that inside his head he's 
tire four player and he is not ready for anything because he is thinking that the everything he play against they know what he's exactly doing they know uh if you if he go out right now everyone are watching him he was too a much little respect bit, for the yes opponent, yes yeah. yes but he was incredibly good player and uh i think uh, i put him and kenzie in the same line because they are different as people but as players they both had this thing that they were not able to play against good teams yeah they were thinking that they're bad and that's why that's the reason why they're not playing it's my opinion and i think uh, after they did play with me they realized that they're capable to show more actually kensi uh, i think he had an uh, invite in in invites <laughs> sorry invites to some good teams but he refused because he preferred to play with norway and I'm talking about days he's in Aurora. So maybe in one or two years, we will see more of my teammates coming up in the Tire 2 or Tire 1 scene. Maybe, not sure. And as you mentioned, what about pieces? I had the same similar uh, thought in my head. Like, I'm the, I'm the reason of failure, but still it's not about me because it's the team, it's a team play, team game, and there is pieces. Uh, so... We can mention, for example, C-Power. This guy is incredibly talented. Even though T-Wise, after he left Forza in uh, Twitter, said that uh, you will find your way. I do remember this is like it was two days ago, but it was three years ago. And uh, like, you will find your way, uh, Nikolai Ritz said to C-Power. And after that, he played for Nimiga. He played for Banka Pepsi. That's a... Uh, Russian mix mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, some other teams K23, uh, like K twenty three. They almost beat BIG to qualify for IM Rio. Yeah, so they had something to like those guys. They're incredible. Everyone I mentioned, they're really good. But it's always about the structure and the team you will join because to build it from zero, you will need to have an incredible steel of nerves really it's really hard to build something from beginning and the people i played with they are not capable to build from beginning but they are capable to join and to show that they're really uh fitting that place so i think that is so what do you think okay. uh what do you think happened to Axie power i mean as you say, you know, at, when he was in fours and for quite a long time, you know, everybody was like, okay, this is, this is a huge player. You know, this he is was like, like really felt like it was going to be the next big thing from, from like the region in terms of operas, you know, but his career has gone more like the opposite way, even though, you know, it's not like he left fours because of his performances or anything like that. He was still pretty much at the heights of his powers. So what do you think, what do you think happened to him? I think it was all about his character as the human being <laughs> let's say it like that so um, he had his own opinion and he was really hungry for proving that he's right that was this problem in my opinion and uh, i think he he managed to beat that problem actually in time maybe in two years because uh, i had some recent news about his uh, teammates from his teammates that he is a uh, kind of different guy now and uh, still you know 
you can have your skill, but you can work out with your head, and you will be on a step uh, up. You step up one by one, you know, uh, by ladder. And uh, I think uh, maybe that was his path. In Counter Strike, there is so much interesting things. For example, Exile. Uh, he was playing on the similar local lands in St. Petersburg as I did. But he went into the camp at Youngsters for uh, one and a half year. And after that, he's the successful tier one player. Some other guys, uh, like Avangar, they had uh, players like Dimasik, and they played together on uh, boot camp as well a long time ago. But now we don't know this name, but we know Exile. So every player in Counter-Strike should have some uh, specific game, uh, specific mind. Uh, help me with the word uh, mindset, mindset, yeah. Yeah. Well, identifying qualities, qualities as well that it seems like you're talking about here of each each player, right? That kind yes. of defines them. Yes, and you could be the really good aimer. You could be a really funny guy, but without structure, without you being a piece of something bigger, you're not able to reach the heights. For example, Enz. Yeah. The, those guys, Snappy, just keeping people together with incredible high skill. And always showing that hello we're ends and if you think you can win us you will not understand what we will do in the free rounds you will mm. not understand we will rush if we fail with rush we rush more so everyone has different approaches so i think my role in counter strike is not done yet i, I will well, you're only 25 right jerry 25 26 something like that 25 yeah 25 see you're, you're in your mid-20s you've always been a mature lad right but it's like IGL, that's like baby years right yeah they and you already Maybe. have a decent <laughs> amount of experience and you've already this is this is one of the cool things you come from a part of the world as well where there's so much talent coming out right and and, and everything you're talking about here is wanting to like nurture and grab these players and be able to direct this unbridled skill and show them from what I'm gathering, like team-based Counter-Strike with the way you want to call, because this is one of the things I remember interviewing you years ago. I think this was during the online stuff. And we're like, Jerry, yes. you know, you manage your money and you had the Mac 10s and you're like, yeah, well, of course it makes, we're going to do a top rush. And like, I love people who talk about Counter-Strike with your level of enthusiasm, right? You've, you've, you, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you show the, the love for the game, but let's do this. Shall we gents? Cause what I want to do, Jerry, is I want to get your opinions on CS2, right? But I want to make sure that we have plenty of time to talk about that because that's going to do with the future, which is coming very quickly. So mm -hmm. let's do this. We have um, a couple of little bits of housekeeping we need to get through here. We have nerves are still coming up next, Prof. What uh, what are we what are we locking and loading here? What are the questions yeah, we, we have, we uh, have for we have Mr. Jerry? A few questions about his career. Some like you know, the, maybe a bit harder than last time. I think last time I okay. went too soft. So some uh, you know. Uh, Soft. <laughs> some yeah. questions that are like directed at your career that you can give us some like sick answers and if you give us a answer we are happy with uh five answers then we're going to give away a headset so that's look at lucas just was lucas eating. just chewing down the mic he is just like eating some, <laughs> eating now, some gummy bears or like it was it was the most danish thing a hot dog the fish oh, that's the swedish fish. Okay, so yeah, here we go. So this, uh, Jerry, it's a little, it's, it's a game essentially, right? You need to convince us okay. with the answers. Prof has got uh, five questions and yeah. we're going to progress through them. They're going to get progressively harder. The first one should be easy. By yeah. the time we get to the end, it might be a little bit controversial. Yeah. 
We want uh, like short and you know straight shooting answers. Point. No, uh, like no, like you know ah uh, maybe this may political answers. You know. Okay, so we want to get straight, to the truth, straight Jerry. answers. Okay, we're yeah. get to the truth today. Okay, and now I'm sitting more. Upright, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God of uh, War. Uh, all right, Prof, take it away. Uh, let me see the questions. Let's start with question number one. Good place to start. Uh, here we go. We actually answered this one, maybe. Which country did you enjoy traveling to the most and why? It's Malta, because uh, there is a lot of tournaments like EPL, ESH wow. League. And uh, this is the country, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I enjoyed it because this is the island, because across of the, are surrounded by the sea. So and as we've you, 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 are not like... able to not you are not able to not enjoy it. Like, really? <laughs> so Malta, Malta. Okay. I didn't expect that answer, but I'll take it. One for home. All right. Uh, also, people in chat type still series in chat right now to enter the raffle to uh, win this headset, everybody. Start typing yeah. still series in chat right now. Uh, okay. Next question. Which roster change was the worst and which was the best one that you made in force? There is no worst. Uh, there is no worst change in the force rosters. Every, every change was really good in the it was really good what was the best mm, best this is the hard one i've been talking about kinsey norway a lot but i think the best one was the last one with the uh Krat and the result joining uh why Shalfi and uh, zorty right yes yeah why because the result was incredibly young he was just like 18 years old and he was mm. destroying navi on epl he was destroying a lot of team uh, good on that kid yeah, Kurat, he was uh, experienced. He beat us at the uh, Starladder Major with three meters. <laughs> I thought, I thought that he will show me how to go out from 2-0 to 3-0, but <laughs> that never happened. And I thought that's why, that's why it was the best, in my opinion. I, I had the player who beat me to qualify for the next stage of Major, <laughs> and even he didn't help me. So that was the best, <laughs> for sure. But people in chat are are not happy. They're saying we need an answer about the worst change. There has to be one. Worst change, okay. Mm. So we had change, worst change, worst change, worst change. Mm. Maybe okay. like a player who left, you know, not like you made the change, but somebody who, who left, you know, that you didn't Ooh, want to leave, uh, something yeah, like it, that. Then, then, then if you call it that way, it's pretty simple. It's uh, leaving of uh, fleet draw, champion, major. You're not okay. able. You're not able. To, you're not able to afford yourself to lose a champion of the major. You know. <laughs> what, yeah. uh, when did when did he leave? I uh, can't really recollect that. It was it in September of 21. 2021. Okay. I think it he was went in to, He just went to Virtus Pro or whatever. They were yeah. They were Virtus Pro. And I then think. they won it, essentially it, a year later. Yeah. It was no. He. He was joining Virtus Pro from the beginning, and he we had some calls discussion with him. He was saying like, "Guys, I was really enjoying to play with you, but I had to go. I have to grow goodbye. up." And, uh, goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> you're noobs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it's it's, it's, it's a good answer. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Prof's happy with that one. Okay. Okay. Question number three: How bad are contracts and transfer discussions in CIS? Uh, how about how about contracts? Okay, so I'm not 
to not ruin NDA, I should say <laughs> that the contracts are bad because the people trying to get you for a lot of time. Uh, I know that it's uh, common in CIS that the contract in Europe contract is half of the year, one year, one and a half. In CIS to compare, it could be two or three years. That's the first part of the bad things about contracts and what about transfer discussions this is the worst part in cis because we have a lot of insiders like overdrive harumi uh, and some other who are saying just like let me let me show you ex uh, an uh, example. example yes today a player jerry just signed contract with someone and uh, some guy called overdrive or any else type you in you know messenger hello did you sign your contract how he know that no one knows but he's telling you did you do that you're saying bro i don't know what you're talking about and in five seconds you have a post that you signed it <laughs> that's how it works in cis and there is some there is some other there is some other uh insiders i don't know the way they work but i know that if you contacted with someone, signed with someone, all CIS will know in just one hour. That's always happened here like that. I don't know how. I don't know why. And I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm saying it's strange. <laughs> Actually, it's really strange because, as I mentioned in my example, I don't know how, how, how he realized how, how. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just got a sixth sense of these things. Maybe he, maybe he has like a crystal ball. Have we ever seen overdrive at work? You know, he might he might have special special powers that we're not aware of. That's possible because those people insiders, they have some magic. I swear, <laughs> they have some magic. They know everything. You're not safe. You're not safe here. If you want to keep your information, just never say that. Just never contact with anyone in online. Just do it offline. <laughs> that's the only way. That's the only way. It's otherwise, yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise they will find you. Fax, no email. Fax, fax. That's the only way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Overdrive is the reason that Kenny S. Apex, Taz, and Neo played together for a tournament. So there's there has to be <laughs> some true. magic powers some magic. behind that. And they yeah. won that tournament, by the way. That too. That that's a. But uh, for protocol, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm just saying about what magic they do. <laughs> Wizards. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Next question. Yeah. Uh, we kind of touched on this, but uh, let's see mm -hmm. if, we, if we can find like a common point. You played three majors, but never made it past the challenger stage. Why? Because I'm noob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why? Why? Because uh, because you don't believe in yourself that you are able to win the major. Maybe that's it. Maybe because. Uh, no, 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 without maybe, I'm sorry. It's because I'm not good enough to go there. Let me say it like that. I'm not enough to go to the challenger stage for now, but I will keep working and soon you will see me there. I promise you, that's it. You happy with that, Prof? As fair. the official adjudicator here? Fair, 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 right. fair answer. Fifth and, and final uh, question. The last question, if we get this question, we're gonna give away a headset, uh, Steel Series. I don't know which model I think, but it's the same one that we have. Um, the Arctis, where is it? It's Pro. actually here. Arctis it's Pro like something. Nova Pro Wireless. I have it in my uh, thingy. Uh, okay, last question. Minus Boomich plus Jerry in Navi or minus Nafani plus Jerry in Cloud9. Which would have a better result? And why? 
of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't just okay. say one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in first case, Boomage and Navi, I think that w would have had a better result because in Navi they had players that are really playing uh, structured, but at the same time, skill-wise. They had Simple, who can do something incredible. Uh, those Electronic, who can do anything anything he won on the map when he was on AGL, he had incredible aim. And Boomage, as they had uh, some rumors, let's call it like that, about him, and he was the guy who was just like me. He called with the heart a lot, he had some issues with the coach and the, I mean, played, yeah, because even though they won nine tire S tournaments in a row, if I'm not mistaken, they won a lot. And uh, what about Nafani and uh, Cloud9? I think in Cloud9 they have a really good structure, uh, and I'm not sure I will, I'm not sure I would have fit its structure. I mean, I had the same with Navi, but as I mentioned, skill wise, Exile and Shiro, those players are incredible good, but they have a different playstyle play from me, what I like. For example, I like Simple and Electronic, and I didn't like Shiro and Axile. You those, like aggression, it seems like to me. <laughs> in, in, yeah, uh, those uh, both players are really good, incredible, but they have different playstyle, different approach to the game, and the approach of uh, Navi from Simple and Electronic is closer to me. So I think uh, minus Boomage plus Jerry would have been better. Is there never yeah, a conversation that... for you to join Navi? <laughs> uh, this is not no. part of the question. I'm just, uh, oh, you, you can answer, you know. Yeah, no, I think. No, I think Navi never wanted me. <laughs> okay. As I mentioned in the previous one, I'm noob. Yeah, that's right. It was only one question again. <laughs> As previously established. You happy with that, Prof? Yeah. Amazing. Right. Well, five, is this the headset we're giving away? That is the one. This one right here? Oh. That is the one. That there we go. Uh, I had to get up quickly during that question because okay, I knocked yes. an open bottle of water open right next to my PC. Oh. And before the water trickled into my computer, I had to go get a towel. So uh, that's why I was running around like a bit of a, a madman right there. But everyone, Wax still series in chat. Classic quick uh, towel run after leaks. That's, that happens all the time. Yeah. In look, the bedroom. Uh, really depends on how far away the bathroom is, doesn't it? But uh, yeah. look, uh, Vojbex, Vojbex. Congratulations. Been following since uh, 2022. So quite a recent, uh, well, follow-up, I suppose. Well, it's yeah. still a year. It's not bad. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Vojbex, V-O-J-B-E-C-Z. -V Our people will reach out to your people. And uh, that was Nerves of Steel, brought to you by Prof, but more importantly, Steel Series. And, uh, of course, Jerry getting stuck in. So there we go. Congratulations. Let's keep the show um, moving along here now. Okay, yeah, let's run some ads, shall we? That's exactly where I thought we were going. Best esports odds. VIP program and a variety of bonuses. Fast and easy withdrawals. Bet on every possible CSGO matching tournament. As well as any other esports game. Only on 22 Bet. 
you want to change your boring old skins for awesome new ones fast without losing a lot of value and without the risk of getting scammed? Go to TradeIt.gg and safely trade your items within 60 seconds. Just select which items you want to trade from your inventory and choose whatever skin you want from TradeIt's inventory. Click Trade, verify the trade on Steam, and you're good to go. With the biggest inventory available for the lowest trading fees on the market, TradeIt.gg is your go-to whenever you want to play with new skins. We're back and we're into the recent news. With the recent news, we're going to uh, merge. We're going to merge that. And as I tried to press the button, I absolutely fucking ruined it. I went from recent news and then I hit the EPL button on the Lucas has in this little thing and then it moved me over to EPL. So either way, we're in the recent news, but we're talking about EPL. Uh, we're going to blast through Group A. We're going to blast through some Group B discussion. We've got a bit of a, uh, a, a, a presentation that we can go through to get our expectations. Uh, but gentlemen, I want to keep this short and fast because at the moment, the internet, as we've spoken about, is is all just CS2, right? The Reddit, the forums, everybody, whether they love it, they mm -hmm. hate it, whether they're talking about it, all the conversation is about CS2 and the news that's come through that. So we'll blast through the, the conversation with Group A. Um, so Vitality topped the group. They're going to be straight through the quarterfinals. Movistar Riders were able to uh, lock in the second spot in the group that's going to put them into the round two of the playoffs. And then it was Astralis and Furia bringing up the rear to get the last two positions, which we'll be playing in, uh, I think it's the round of 16 for the playoffs. Now, I, I don't want to, you know, spend too much time talking about every specific team. So if you guys have some highlights that you wanted to discuss with these names, like for me, the nice quick one is Vitality showing great form, right? Three series, yeah. all two O's, looking hot, right? Still smashing. And this is the thing, Jerry, with this Vitality roster. They haven't had much practice, mate. Since they added Flamesy, it's only been a couple of days of practice. It's just been events, 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 events. And we haven't even had plenty of time to see them, you know, refine what they have. Yeah. Are you expecting an even better Vitality after practice? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, in time they will show that they are an incredible team because they have a lot. They did the trick James couldn't do. It's they after after winning major they did a switch of the player. Uh, Vitality changed to pre, and uh, Virtus Pro they uh, changed Norbert. In case of Virtus Pro it didn't work. In case of Dupree it worked perfectly. So. Uh, we will see more, I'm pretty sure, because those guys, the Sonic, he know what to do. He know what he's doing, and he's an incredible uh, coach. And also, I wanted to say funny fact that no one can even able to take 10 rounds except Movistar Riders and Overpass in mm. the EPL group. So, not even double digits. Vitality are just, are just destroying. And uh, we should mention maybe Fury a little bit, because they sure. since, adding, uh, since adding full, Fallen, it's the legend as well. Mm. They had some really pr pressured and hard games and uh, i think uh, in distance since they uh, moved into playoff we will see more from fallen and company because this is always happening like that you have players like sirat or you have players like uh, yuri and uh, you have experienced igl and uh, in that case in time i'm pretty sure on land on stage you furia furia will show something incredible that's my bet here Okay, so does anybody, did Prof Striker, do you agree with that sentiment? Are you you liking what you're seeing from Fury? Do you think it's trending in the right direction? Do you see the potential? Uh, how would you build on what uh, Jerry's just said here? I would say it was important that even though, you know, K-Strato had insane stats, I mean, he kind of racked them up in like either losses or the two games that kind of they were supposed to win anyway, you know, against Greyhound, for example. Mm -hmm. 
So I think it was kind of, it was a good sign for me that they beat NIP without him basically being on that level. And the same thing with, uh, with Game Religion, you know, they didn't necessarily need like top tier Caserato to win these games. And instead it was other people who stepped up, you know, there was that Arc Dodds game on, I think, Mirage against NIP, right? He had some good matches. He had some good matches with good impact being very aggressive. uh, And I think it's, I mean... It seems like they are not they're not making as many of those stupid mistakes where they're just like completely disconnected. You know, it still happens sometimes. You can still tell that maybe they're a bit too over eager, you know, for Fallen's taste. Let's say, you know, he's more used to like a slower play style. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like just the just probably just through time more time together and getting used to how each other wants to play, they don't they have a better understanding of of each other, you know, and that's because I haven't seen as many of those like really weird situations that were happening in the previous tournaments. Hmm. Okay. Uh, who else we got here on the list? NIP, I think uh, that's a little bit disappointing, the inconsistency of their individual strike again. And it feels like such a cop-out conversation for us to have of just, oh, yeah, the players, they're not doing what they need to do. But that's kind of what it feels like here. I, I don't know how I would try and define the roster of NIP in terms of their play style. I would have a difficult time doing that. I I, I don't even know what category and they, they fall under anymore. But they had, you know, highs and lows in this group as well. They got blown out uh, of the water by Astralis the last time they played, but they came in here with prep and they knew what type of matchup they're likely to go into. And 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 then they they beat Astralis, the team who ended up qualifying out of this group. So I have a difficult time putting my finger on a lot of these teams when, well, I guess for for this roster, it's only one new player, right? It's just Hampus coming in for Alexi. It's not like, but it is an in-game yeah. leader. But it is it is mm-hmm. an in-game leader. So that's the thing that will take time. So Jerry, I suppose, as an in-game leader, the resident in-game leader we have on the show right now, how long, when a change like this happens, would you expect before they can find a consistent base layer, like of what what we should look for for this team and go, okay, that's their that's their realistic level. Uh, let me tell you, let let me say it will be uh, one or two tournaments after this one, the big one tournaments, because uh, NAP, as you mentioned, they are able to beat Astralis, yeah, and the, 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 they are really actually skilled wise players like mm. config incredible player brawl and he was showing a lot i mean he was top player even and uh, they have a good igl but they still will need some time i don't know uh actually i think when we had the play a uh, game against them uh when they had alexi i think nap they were just uh, i don't know as you mentioned disconnected sometimes maybe because they are international uh, speaking english maybe yeah. because of that and uh, not each international team are working out so good uh okay we can say face but uh face they have Robs, yeah they have kerrigan who've been on the scene for i don't know 15 years uh and uh they had uh, Rain, who've been consistent, consistent from I don't know King Green team back 2018, 17, and uh, uh, Broki. The international teams are not always showing consistency because it's really hard to communicate on the different language from your own. Because uh, for Australis, I saw an interview that they uh, on Danish. I'm not sure uh, they have taken uh, they can talk information less they can talk less and understand more but in english they had to say more and understand less i, I think that's it i think that's it in uh, nip and uh, they will need to players to step up config will need to step up really hard i think uh, i'm not saying about head trick is the new one but the uh, brawn will need to step up and if we see all of those in the next one or two tournaments it's okay but if we're not seeing that i think uh, 
it's bad. Have a change. It's bad for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think Hedrick, you're saying he's like a new one, but he's been in the team almost a year now. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he joined at the start of the year, right? If I think I he's pretty good. Like in terms of his age, I think he's pretty good. Like he, uh, he's a young. What does that? What does that mean? What What is your expectation then for him? I don't. Well, know. to be honest, I didn't have high expectation because yeah. everybody is like on the the uh, academy team like hype train, right? And not all of these academy players are going going to be good. Like, yeah, you know the the problem is that he is the supposed to be the young star of the team. Like with the rest of the team most of them are kind of aging out pros that have a niche that they're good at, but not, none of them are like the full package top 10 potential, like top 20, top 20 borderline. Maybe the whole team you think is hedges on if Hedrick can be a consistent beast mode Orpa. And yeah, that's probably right. I think, I think they just need to extract more of them. And I think, uh, for example, the overpass game, I rewatched some of the, like kind of a short highlight fastened up uh, this morning. And like, if your opera is going like four, fourteen it on the city side yeah. of overpass, you're not gonna win. Like you <laughs> simply, yeah. you're not gonna win. Uh, and uh, it does really correlate. I feel like his good games correlate to them doing well or or not doing well. And uh, he is also pretty passive in terms of like openings. But think so, about the players he has around him, right? This is this is where I don't I don't know what his style or what his yeah. preferred approach would be. But the team doesn't feel like it's set up to nurture like an aggressive orpa. No, when you have conflict and that is rolling. Fine, but then when you're passive, you need to get the because yes, you need to hit the sitters. You should get because the kills. because because over yeah sorry because overpass is the map when you have three stages and oper can be useful on all of those three stages on stages i consider the points on the maps for example first stage for city is the balance the second stage is the toilets and the first stage is the side dice box for overpass yeah, right. yeah. and uh, you have three stages there is on each stage uh, terrorists need to use the utility to get out get rid of you but yeah. you're and always they have it all the time yeah yes exactly exactly what i'm saying so you have three stages there is so much you you can do so much you can do and yeah if you're uh, not going and not good in that that's like so that. for me it was weird because like i was i was reading i look at the forums and it's like ah oh, res washed blah blah so i'm mm-hmm. like I didn't watch uh, too much of EPL this week, and I'm like, okay. Well, the Counter Strike wasn't overall good in a lot of the yeah, games. It was very I, sloppy CS, and for a lot of then it. I look at his stats, and he's like the best performing player. And I look at this game, and he was like, he was the only guy making it competitive on like Overpass, for example, and he was he was playing well. So I don't know why. Like he is, I think I think it's kind of the delay of reaction that people have mm-hmm. because he is also now in like all of the shitty roles. He doesn't really have. Yeah, he's over a support player now. He is literally yeah. a support player, and it's like, why is he getting shat, shit? The whole team now? doesn't make sense, does it? Like, no. I think that's 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 but that kind was, of that was because, our problem for the beginning, right? It has been a problem for the last two years for NIP. Yeah. So, and uh, but I think that's the the let's let's merge a few of these points together here. Mm-hmm. With with what Jerry's spoken about, you know, in a couple more events, we'll get to see where that level is. Prof, you coming in here and saying, "Hey, look, this guy's good, but this guy's getting the flack." But this guy, like, yeah. but that's been the every month. It'll be a different conversation about a different player or a different pairing Based of players' of performance. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe if we merge these two things, if we don't see the level of potential, right, shine back through the curtain in the time period that Jerry's talking about, you blow it up. So, if we were going to blow it up, who are you keeping? Do you go back to Sweden? Mm. Do you go full Swedish core? Do you blow it up completely? Because they're cl- they're clearly happy to go in a different direction now. They're showing that they don't just need to be Swedish. 
What do we yeah, do? Yeah, but but why not? Why not? Well, they might try something with Hampus, and they might even keep Patrick because, as you mentioned, he's young. It's just one year in this team, and he's playing on Decent not levels, the yeah. biggest, not not the biggest level, yeah, but on big one, on big one, mm. and. Uh, you should keep it. You should develop this talent, and uh, Hampus will help, I'm pretty sure. But what about uh, consistency, as we mentioned, from Berlin and Config? I think uh, the Config is incredible player, but if he can do what he have done before, I mean, incredible performances, this team will play much better. But uh, in case you mentioned, I think they should uh, maybe maybe change config to someone else maybe to someone who was more younger and hungry but mm, we yeah. will see that's will a see different like role easiest... i mean he's yeah sorry yeah i was just gonna say like different role like the right like they, they're just too much aggression and just too much everybody wants to do stuff in this team to some level res was the one who's taking a step back because he's i don't know they said that he well, feels more yeah exactly somebody somebody had to and uh, they said something like res is feeling the most uh fitting for like an more anchory and more supportive role rather than rather than everybody else which to me to be honest makes sense like i don't see config being the guy who's going to sit in a side forever and and just wait for support you know like he's he has to be active he's the most like egregious in that aspect in a way like he has to be the one who's like going for kills all the time and i think you don't want to put bro on there because you're still kind of hoping that he will like reinvent himself enough to to get back to that fanatic level you know mm -hmm. and rez has had a chance for a long time you know like to be the star of the team and he Brolin never really hit that rez. level i would say so yeah i think yeah. that's a good Brolin that's a good way rez. to say it yeah so i would like from from my uh, from my perspective i think hatrick can like why wouldn't hatrick be able to stay i would also keep Brolin just to see if if you put him in all the positions that he wants and if you get him the support that he needs I think there's a way that you can still bring him back because I think he was too good for too long in Fnatic to just like for this to disappear. Like I still don't believe that this Brolin is the Brolin that we saw in Fnatic. You know, I, like I don't see this as the same player. You know, yeah. so I think around those two you can start, and then Hampus can probably stay because he's been there for a long time, and I don't think he's ever been the problem. It's more the pieces he's he's had, and then you can get more of a supportive cast around those three, and see if uh, um, see if that's gonna work. You know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Movistar Riders. I think they were the surprise here. But to be fair, when you look at their side of the bracket, it, it, it does look weak, right? Like the, it, it, this wasn't the strongest group, right? We had this conversation at the start. It, wasn't mm -hmm. this, it definitely wasn't a, a strong group by any means. But the fact that they can beat a Furia, that kind of puts themselves in a, a good yeah. position immediately, right? And then we I mean, go on to take a Game of Legion. They're, yes. they're another so solid, right, in just their general approach. So they're good wins for Movi. It wouldn't be good wins if we were talking about G2. That'd be part, that's what we'd be expect, right? But for Movi and them having, you know, a couple of these rises every now and again, that is that's good signs. Um, but it, I even think, you know, their game, their game on overpass, they you mentioned it before, Jerry, they got the double digits against Vitality, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but in that game, they lost both pistols. They were doing some of their harder work on gun rounds, and they probably should have even won a couple of more rounds, right? They lost like a 3v4 situation that they, they team flashed into, and there was a, a couple of these moments. So the question becomes for Movi again, cool, another good performance to shine the spotlight back on Spanish Counter-Strike, but is there more in the tank this time to to have another crack like the previous roster with some pious? I, I don't know. Just as very surprising for an older lad with his contributions in the fragging department as a site anchor. He's he's fun to watch. I think Adam, still quite young, didn't get to see, I think, everything he had to offer as an individual. 
but I they feel like already two more frag centric players than Davy G and Deaths were. Feels like they're they're doing more or they're they're looking for more. They're finding more impact in that way. But it, it, it may be way too early to measure something like that. That's just from the initial sample. Anyone have anything they felt about Movistar Riders? Yeah, I just wanted to mention that those guys are making a lot of roster changes and uh, always when they're coming to the LAN, they can surprise. So that's the team. If you want to see some, you know, unusual Counter-Strike, just watch Movistar Riders online. That's always, that's always work out. Those guys, they're really good. They're really good online. Online, I don't know, but online, just just watch Movistar Riders. That's how, <laughs> that's how it works on me. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, Mopo's enjoyer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mopas is the smoke enjoyer actually. I mean, smoke and Counter Strike, of course. And, yeah, uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy is, he's just stick. He's just stick with the smokes. He's always in the smokes. He's all he know how to approach the smoke. He know everything about smoke. This guy who was destroying me back to 2018 on banana on inferno through the smoke every time, every time. I don't know. Mopas are good. <laughs> oh shit okay uh who else are we going to talk to about from this group here uh i don't think we need to go into any real detail about orcs and greyhound right now it's just going to be you know what no, whatever no, we generally expect kind of yeah game of legion i think game of legion the most disappointing thing for me is that they just got walked over by furia in that matchup last night i would have loved to see a little mm. bit more resistance uh mirage almost almost was a map that they brought back into contention uh or furia almost threw it away and then uh onto overpass which was their map choice they got absolutely destroyed like absolutely bamboozled 16 to 4. so that was a a, a little bit uh eh, you know that i, I don't know how to feel about it fairly respectful run i have to say like the movie star loss kind of mm -hmm. put them in this shit situation where they had to play like game fucking astralis and then but they beat nip they beat uh would they beat Greyhound opening game? I don't know. Like they got They felt the, like they had NIP's number, to yeah. be fair, when it was watching that game. I know it was a three mapper, but it felt like they were in control for for large chunks of those games. In that so. game, it felt like they thought NIP were shit. In <laughs> With the way they were fighting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Volt was just like, these guys suck. I'm gonna walk in this crossfire, kill both. And there were moments like that, surprisingly, so, yeah. I can I respect that because that that gives me like hope that they can do something even if their results overall are not that great like and their team should not be good realistically like yes, they are they're punching up their cologne run was respectable I think this is also respectable they didn't get to playoffs they they were like one one position from playoffs in both places so I think that's okay it's and it's another some... team that is two new players and 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 yeah. game leader being one of them. So yeah. I think they're doing pretty good for where they're where they're at, considering. Let's just mention that the Newland just had some bad year and evil genius, and now some fresh air for him. We just have to be happy because he has some resources to work with. He has some ex teammates, Kios, and uh, I think that they're on their way to show some damage. Just mm. just the first big tournament, and that's okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, are we happy with leaving Group A here? Do we want yeah. to mention? Well, we didn't talk about Astralis, but th th I think Astralis. I think that that was kind of like a similar story as Vitality for me, in that they just delivered. I think the first game was just off. I don't know. They they didn't seem like they were they they were there. And from there, I think they didn't even lose a map, no, to qualify for the no, playoffs. No, it was. This is how so much think... destruction it was. Sixteen five, sixteen six against Orcs, against Game of Legion, sixteen twelve, sixteen eight, and then against Furia, sixteen seven, sixteen thirteen. Yeah. So. You know, no real moments where they were yeah. truly a threat in the series. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think they just delivered. I don't think, yeah. 
Yeah. No real big thoughts. All right, good stuff, Astralis. We'll give a thumbs up over there. We had Borup come on the couch and talk a bit. We had uh, join us with the cast alongside you're the castle. Extract some. Uh, you're asking me about like bear. Uh, was it you or machine? Someone was asking me about like playing B monster overpass. I think it was you. You're showing him like the pre. Oh yeah. Uh, the what's it like the prep from not Litify but whatever. Uh, I website. used Skybox Edge yeah. as one of yeah. the tools, and then we and went into refrag. Ah, these are your stats. Like, ah, so how do you approach this position? And he was like, "Oh, I can't tell you this." But then he told you something, and I could see on Stair's face he was like, uh, uh, <laughs> "You shouldn't have said this." Is like you you gave away too much, and then this uh, in this mini interview here. So it was uh, that was enjoyable. Yeah, those are the nice moments when you can, you know, just put them under the spotlight and see what comes out, see how much information we can extract. Um, okay, let's jump into Group B, shall we? Let's let's start yeah. talking about this. So, Prof, you've got a you've got a, a worksheet for us here. Yeah, today. we're, we're going to be doing homework can, live on air. Uh, do, you can open the link is like the link is there. Okay, so Lucas, there. bring this one up in Teamspeak uh, for everybody at home, and we'll also open it ourselves. And Prof, you can walk us through your little little project yeah. here. Maybe I have to can... say, it makes so much more sense now that there's like uh, text, there, right? there's the there's the text there. Yeah, just there's four. It it. There's four quadrants here. We're talking. We're, we're going into quadrants, but essentially, the idea. Maybe we can tweak it. Maybe we can do it in the future. I don't know, but it's uh, so it's kind of a preview for the next group, and we have four categories. That is top, flop shock and no stock so okay essentially and this is kind of based on the two axes one is like expectation and one is how are they going to perform actually mm -hmm. like a prediction right like our prediction of how yeah. they're going to perform so uh there are the eight teams there and i just moved mine uh around to give like kind of an expectation i think um <laughs> In my mind, Ents is like the top dog here, and they are most expected to do well, and they will do well. And I think Miles will do well, even though maybe their expectation is not that high. Maybe their expectation is a bit higher than this. They can't be, uh, let's let's say, like something like this. This makes more, a bit more sense for me. I think Heroic have not been looking that hot recently. Okay. Uh, so I think they are kind of a scare to maybe... I think they're gonna still go through, but I don't think it's gonna be as like as dominant as it was uh, in the past. And like previous EPL groups, you'd be like, they're gonna smash, they're gonna go three zero. But I, I think I think they can be a bit shaky. But the rest of the group is not that difficult, so I don't see them finishing under like big or eg MIBR rooster who are on my kind of bottom. So I kind of put this together. Monty in the middle, big is maybe a bigger name. But I don't think they're going to do that well. And yeah, that's kind of the. That's okay. Kind of the I see there. how you've thrown this together here. All right. Well, Jerry, while Prof's been talking, you've been working on yours. Do you want to yes. walk us through your expectations here? Yeah, I think the top team here is Ants for now because uh, Ants has been showing really good. And uh, I think they have synergy, everyone in their team wanted, and especially Snappy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, after, as you mentioned, Professor, the Heroic uh, were not. Looking great recently, but still is the team with a lot of structure, with good IGL, with uh, players like Stone, like Tessas, and uh, I think they're in in my heart. In my heart, they will be always on top <laughs> because I, I just love Heroic. I love how they approach the game. I like them through use, and you know. So, what about shocking thing here? Yeah, is between shock and top, it will be Mouse because they're really young extremely young let's say and they're new so who else can be there between shock and top 
uh, could be only mouse because I don't know. I didn't see that team much, and I'm really want to see what they will show us in this group. Uh, I would really like it. I had it in my plan to watch for mouse exactly for those one because the group with the playstyle like ants, mouse, monte, it's it's really interesting group. There will be some great matches. Uh, what about MIBR? MIBR. Uh, I saw some uh, online games uh, with them, and those guys, they're. I, I can see that. I can see that by their moving, but by what they're doing the ma map, what how they approach. I I see they're really motivated, but there's something always they are missing. Some pieces, some clutches, some good rotations, and I hope that uh, MyBR will shock us a little in this group. I'm really hope uh, because. That was just a coincidence, but I saw uh, two or three of their online matches in like tournaments like CCT, and uh, I think they deserve they deserve here on stage on, on Lanamin mean, to uh, to shock us to show something. What about BIG? Is there something in the middle? Uh, BIG is the team where no no Tapson as AGL, but he's still there. It's interesting. Weird. It's interesting decision, yeah. It's interesting decision, and uh, uh, I'm not able to say much. That's why they are in the middle. Uh, they might shock. They might lose. They might not stock. We don't know. We don't know what's happened with them. And the same with Monte. They changed the porous. The guy who was doing unpredictable and heavily impacted job. And without him, with Bro adding, they are still the good team. But I think they will be missing him. They will be missing his clutches. Even though they have really, yeah, they have structure, they have rounds, they are Anubis enjoyers. But I think without Boros, they are close to the top, but no. And the uh, two more team, EG and the. Uh, yeah, Rooster, yeah. I think. There is not much I can say about those ones, and uh, we will be looking forward into Mouse and uh, Ants in this group. I think those two teams are will not surprise as much. But, uh, I will, I, I'm even saying that I'm not able to explain why. <laughs> because, <laughs> just because. <laughs> but okay. it is what it is. What, what's going on with some... the audio here? Yeah, I'm having yeah, some. There's, there's like a echo from somebody. I think it's fixed now. It was just, I think. It was, I don't know if it was Lucas or what. No, but it's, so maybe it okay was right me. Now. Maybe it was me. I, I was clicking. No, okay. I don't think so. I don't think it was you. I think it was either me or Prof. I think it was either me or Prof. But either way, it's fixed now. Okay. Good. That's all Jerry's teams. All right, Striker, you've been going on it. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure this is necessarily final, but this is just what I went with. I mean, don't worry, I was, we aren't going to take you to court about this or anything. No, we'll, I mean, we'll, I think, we'll not hold up in the court. I Lord, think mine is it. fairly similar to to profs, except I mean, I have higher expectations for Roy just because of the side of the bracket they have. I don't think they're going to lose to Big or Monty on the side, and so they're going to okay. qualify for the playoffs. And it just depends, like if they meet Ants in the final. It's probably going to be a brawl if they meet Mao's. They still have a chance to lose, you know. Well, like, I actually didn't, didn't look at the bracket when I was. That's doing the, this. that's my point, you know. Like I would much, I would more expect Mao's to be able to beat Ants than anybody on the upper side to be at heroic, even though Ants are a better team, you know, just because of the how the bracket worked out. Um, so I have like I see uh, Mao's having a, having a decent chance to beat Ants, even despite their um, despite their form, just because this is groups, you know, you can you can get away with that one loss, you know, and then just get uh get back up i don't expect them to win but i think there's a chance you know while for heroic i think they're just going to stroll to the playoffs without any real issues you know that's the expectation and i think that's what they're going to do 
Um, okay. Other than that, I don't think anybody else. I don't know. Like, there's a question about what's going to be the fourth spot, especially essentially, because I think everybody agrees that heroic and Saint Mouse should be the three like lock-ins, and then it's about like, is it going to be Big or Monty, or is maybe MIBR going to surprise something like that? Um, I don't really expect EG to have any sort of a any sort of a, sort of a say in that. To be honest, I think it's going to be between those three. Uh, and Roost, I mean, Rooster has super low expectations, obviously. So that that was my question that I was trying to answer. And I think, I mean, Big beat Monty pretty badly in like, I think Pinnacle Cup or something like that pretty recently, like a week ago or so, a few days ago. Um, so like, it depends on how that matchup is going to go, probably in terms of how they will do, like if they will have a better chance to to grab that fourth spot. I feel like it's between those two and that first matchup might just decide that. Okay. Honestly, I have to say, uh, as as the forums like to call it, the clash of trash uh, between like a rooster, eg, MIBR will be actually interesting. Actually, I'm interesting how how like an eg rooster game will go. Mm -hmm. I think that could be. <laughs> what would you imagine what will happen there? I, I th well, this is the thing. Last time around, Rooster were close to winning a map, or they were close to you know getting an upset of of some very small variety. But this is the thing. Imagine Greyhound, but with less resources behind them and less experience. So there should be really for Rooster, they should have the lowest stock out of any team here. And 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 that's not meant as like oh, yeah. a slight or a dig. That's just the fact of the matter. And that's why I put EG in the similar bucket here. I put them in no stock as well because sure, there's a few more names that have a bit more familiarity with the community and we've seen them around and 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 they they have the support of eg i also think that it's for guys like george and walco like even hex to some degree even though we've seen them around for it there's still this very harsh learning curve and and they're having to there's a there's a lot of gaps that have to be bridged for these players to be able to compete consistently shock and awe is possible right but i i want to set at least my expectation for EG very low. And again, not as a slight, not as a dig, not as like a, using it as a gag, but as a, hey, whatever they come in here and deliver, I will grade them from the bottom. Let's let's see what level of Counter-Strike that they're able to deliver as a team. So I'll, I'll start the expectations for them low, but for different reasons than Rooster. If Rooster get anything done, if they come in here and have some shock individual performances like last time round, then great. You know, okay, ADK wins a couple clutches, uh, ASAP society, and we're learning some stuff, right? That's that's essentially what it is for those two teams for me. Uh, Ents and Heroic at the tippy top makes a lot of sense. I expect that to be the upper bracket final for the match for the quarterfinal or the round of 12. And then it gets a little bit murkier for the last two spots. I'm expecting Maus, just based off of the pedigree of the players in the server, to be uh, coming in in the third or fourth position. And then after that, I, I would have a hard time. And that's why I put MIBR closer to the shot column. Because I want to see firsthand safe and uh, drop outside of the Furious system. I like Insani and I like Breno, right? Uh, both of those guys at, at different points throughout their careers of playing have showed these exciting moments. And then Monty and Big, they're both stuck in the tumble dryer of consistent online Counter-Strike. So for them coming to land and being able to adjust, Big with a few more rookies in that regard, Monty... Uh, I think have shown, you know, good CS. I like the team under LMBT, but I liked what Jerry was saying about the lack of Boros and Bro having to step in and feel that. That's where you need to get more out of other individuals. That's where you need to look and hope that Warrior can find more impact on the AWP, right? Krasnel can't just be so supportive, needs to be a fragger in certain positions on certain maps. So uh, for Monty, with that change, I'm still waiting to see what the 
I don't know. No, it's not the identity because we hear from SDY like that maybe it's better without Boros. You have maybe a more complete team. That's what everyone says when the star leaves, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you know, there's different <laughs> perspectives course. from either side. So, for, yeah, for Big and Monty, they're just middle of the pack. I'm not quite sure where to place them. I I like I like what Jerry was saying about MIBR. I'd love to see it. Uh, another Brazilian name re-enter the fray of uh, of someone to be excited about. And okay, that that's that's mine. Did we pass, Prof? Did we all get? Did we all do our homework good? Yeah, I think this is pretty nice. Okay. What do you think about the concept? I think um, does, does, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. I think we it's just good. need to prepare ahead of time because I was kind of like no, chopping like and changing it live. all the time. But it's also it's also fun to do live. Yeah, because you're talking through your thought process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and... I, once I talk through it, like I did it properly now. Like for example, you know, I had ants on top, then heroic, but because of my logic, I swapped them around because I just expect heroic to have an easier time going to the playoffs. And the same way with mobs, you know, I kept them where they are, but I put them above ends just because there's a chance, you know. Mm. Yeah, well, they're the same thing. That like, I think that. I would have to put Big or a Monty probably in flop because I can't have all of these names getting through, but I wouldn't know which one to put. Like the new Big roster, uh, Jerry mentioned it. Tabson's apparently not in-game leading, right? Which is one of these things. The power struggle behind that, whether it's... Uh, we've all I mean, he there. is and he isn't. It's like, it depends on what day you ask them. Yes, but that's the problem. Different. We've all been there. Like, I'm sure, Jerry, you've been there before. You've probably gone, man, if I wasn't fucking having an in-game lead, I could frag so much better and I could do this and I could help my in-game leader. And, uh, but then you realize, no, like... I get to set the the table. I'm the one who gets to control the the pace and how the game flows. And I used to like that as an in-game leader because I knew where I could place myself to be the most impactful for the team. So I, I think it's a bit of a shame Tabson, as the older statesman, would be giving up the reins. He's got the most experience. He should be the in-game leader. Yeah, it's hard for him because I think uh, he had his career as an in-game leader, right? And you're not able to give up it like that. I mean, you can. It's just my opinion that you're not able to do that. It's it'll, It will be hard to live with that in your head. Maybe he is the really good fragging agile. I mean, not maybe. He is exactly the good fragging agile. We all know Tapson. We all know that he's able to do some incredible things with his rifle. But, but, but once he's coming on bottom and uh, he's not agile anymore, it's different. Now it should be really different for him. And I'm not sure if they can find a consistency with that one. Mm. And I'm not sure if he will, they will keep him. Maybe we will see Tapson out of Germany soon. Maybe yeah, not. well, his, it's his wish interesting. It it's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem to be, but still, who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, this is no. the thing, Jerry. Every time we talk about it, I know that they, they are big hate that we talk about it. They're like, that's not happening. He's the franchise player for Germany. He wants to make German Counter-Strike good. Every time we talk about it, but I think everybody on the outside is like, man, if Tabson just a couple of years ago had gone to like, I don't know, FaZe before Carrigan had rejoined Ryder, he'd gone to an international project, it could have been nuts. I think that window is possible. Closed. Possible. Yeah, window was closed, but life is a dynamic thing, you know. Maybe maybe we'll see something more from him because maybe he will uh, come up together with incredible performance. Yeah, well, let's mm -hmm. say one one fifteen for three months and uh, all of those will be there in the uh, tournaments, the big ones. And he will say, guys, I need a new project. I can feel myself good. Maybe he had lack of self-confidence. Now that's why he gave up the spot of AGL. We are not able to be inside his head. But yeah, as you mentioned, uh, we can see it from... Yeah, from from distance that he would like to be with uh, Berlin International Gaming. Yeah, yeah, uh, he he stick with that. But I I haven't hope. You know, I'm optimistic with that. I'm optimistic with him because uh -huh. he's agile. <laughs> okay, I okay. I haven't been. I actually created like one fantasy that is like the serious one, 
and then me and my girlfriend have a have a kind of like a separate one where we're like no heroic and no ends and i have tapsen in both of my fantasies so so i have hit, i have high hopes for him this tournament all right let's move forward everyone happy with pro league discussion yeah all nice right here, so let's uh let's jump back into i guess the the recent news recent news oh. let's quickly let's quickly fly through some of these so just general thoughts everybody's heard what our thoughts on the tsm roster are jerry what are your thoughts on the tsm roster uh yeah i think tsm they have jacks yeah he's an experienced player in the other hand they have inters who is the good anchor who had some incredible year in the no, years even though in gambit youngsters and gambit after and even cloud nine they have modo right uh also modo they just have... had a bit of a stinker against uh cold zero's boys hit a bit uh, of a rough one second map of the series they're playing right now in the thunder pick world championship yeah and wilde so uh i think uh, if we talk about all roster keeping together incredibly hard for me it's uh international team and as we've spoken before international teams they need to have an incredible good skill wise players to be on the top because uh, language issues uh, misunderstanding uh, and other things someone has to build the system uh, while they he was playing for ants if i'm not mistaken for some uh, in 23 and 22 he was playing for og and uh, he was not fitting the teams he was playing on i think i don't know like he uh, when when i was young i think the while this incredible player and yes. he will find himself but sometimes that happens when you are not uh, feeding yourself in uh, teams like he has lg he has zens there before uh, everyone was talking about astralis and uh, now he's here mm, i'm not sure about this one and uh, this this roster it's, I mean, it seems. Do you think it's good bad. or bad, Jerry? I, I, it seems not not bad, but to me, in my opinion, it's bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, really, because um, I'm not seeing the, the these guys to build up a system to come up together. They have different in ages. Uh, like Jax, he's uh, over uh, 28, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he's old one. Yeah. Yep. Walde, he's uh, old he's one as be well. 28, 29, or something like that for Valde. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Modo and uh, Interest is young, I think. Cypher is young, and they have to create some system to work it all together. And they're international. Too many, but too many, but you know. Okay, too many problems they have to solve. Yeah, I'm, I'm not believing they will do. But uh, if they will, TSM come back with not Danish roster. I mean, I've been playing Counter Strike when the TSM was playing Cobblestone. Yeah. Cobblestone. Yeah. Bring bad cobblestone. <laughs> Don't. Not the not the one that exists now, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> not this one. Yeah, not this one. The old one, of course. The old yeah, one, much better. Yeah, yeah, and if we see TSM on the top 30 in the half of the year, that would be really great. And if mm. they show something else, that's okay. I will say I was wrong. But okay. uh, I think, nope. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, Prof Striker, anything you want to add here or not really? No, nah, I mean, we spoke about it. Yeah, we've been over so. it a bunch. Okay, uh, Hasteka is out of uh, the Mongols. Yeah. Good news, here. they can get someone everybody, who can shoot. Every, everybody here actually uh, uh, actually likes that news. That's a great a great move for, for the Mongols. They can get back to being relevant again. Um, IESF concludes, Sweden won. I saw Plopsky holding a trophy. Does anyone care? I don't know. 
Probably not. I don't think anybody's ever cared about that tournament in CS, but it's like, I don't understand how that tournament is what it is and looks like what it is. I don't, I'm sure people have seen like Armin van Buren and all that all yeah. this kind of stuff. But it's like, <laughs> it's not even C tier, like national teams, you know, this is like, I can like NIP Academy, like was playing basically like in the last year and this year, this year was kind of a combination. I mean, Germany is practically a big academy. Yeah, exactly. Of. I mean, that's, that's what, I, that's my point, right? Like, it's not even like a B team of the, of like the... Faven coming out, like, ah, might as well play one tournament this year. So comes here, finishes it, second. It, or it's just, second, it's, yeah. it's just tournament to, you know, grow up. Just tournament to grow up. You should yeah. consider it like it. So uh, it's 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 saying everyone that it's a world championship, but it's a world championship and out of Counter Strike system. Yeah. Let's say it like that. Because I mean, you might as well make it for like you know, like junior, like you know, like you have in hockey, you know, you have like junior world championship, you know, and stuff like this. I think it's been football too. Um, like this, this is what IESF could be, and it could actually be in some way legitimate. Because yeah. the problem mm -hmm. is, like, they're trying I to mean, be a world championship, but none of the good players actually want to play it. So that's that's where they're leaving it. You know, the problem is, it's not a problem, but this is not a world championship for us. It's a world championship for you know uh, politicians and for ISF, like yeah, probably. And uh, for probably, them, yeah. this is the most, the biggest tournament in the world, and they have sold it as such. And I guess if it works for them, and they bring more like stuff to counter-strike fine um i think you know, there the, yeah i'm not gonna get into it there's there's articles and stuff to read up on on isf and how it functions it is essentially everything we know about like modern sports that most people don't like so yeah but yeah, all, the, the, all the bad things from modern sports brought over i feel like because it's all the federations that don't really have any actual power in the countries but somehow they do because they that's how yeah. they feed I mean, the teams this is, into this. This is the only this is the only power that they have. Yeah, Bas I mean, basically. Yeah, and uh, actually, they're helping growing up team. Uh, I feel that myself because back 2017, I was in uh, South Korea, uh, in Busan. Okay. So it was the ISF Championship, one of my first international lands, and actually, it's helped helping young player to develop to believe in themselves. So we won that tournament to Forza, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, doesn't even care. Not really, but why not? <laughs> you know, sure. It's it's not S tier level Counter Strike, but it's important as part of players' careers, or potentially important yes, as part of players' yes, careers yes, yes, to yes. have That's an opportunity to, to play at lower yes. level events like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. I I'll be honest. I with the stuff that Prof and Striker are talking about that you can read up about. I. I haven't. I don't. I, I'm sure someone's told me what's wrong with it, and I'm sure there probably is some stuff that's bad with it. But at the same time, it doesn't even really enter my hemisphere of thought. Like it's just like this thing that just fucking exists. I mean, it's that's going on. Like a, it's like a local it, land. A lot of it has been, yeah, kind of like that. If you if you have local land expectations, then it's fine. But it's there's been mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like first X amount of games don't even have like streams available. Uh, delays, weird stuff happening, like rescheduling matches last minute. A lot of things that you don't expect from like a top tier tournament essentially is happening. Mm. Uh, whatever. All right, let's keep yeah. moving. Um, where else we got here? We, I guess we got the CS2 stuff. Uh, so yeah. the fun stuff. Do you want to do skinny, skinny and air first and then TS? What's skinny and air about? Is it anything uh, to do with CS2? Uh, yes. Okay, well, yeah, okay, let's do skinny air first, and then we can use that as talking points to get into the other bits and bobs. All right, Jerry, we got something else fun for you to do here today, mate. Who wants to be a skinny air? We got five questions, multiple choice. Uh, you're going to answer these bad boys, and the people in chat, they're going to type trade it right now. This is brought to you by trader.gg. Type trade it in chat right now to enter 
the opportunity to win a skin of, well, one of the five different values that you see at the bottom of the screen right now. Every question that Jerry gets right, we're going to move the slider up. You could get yourself a $50 gift card voucher thing. I believe that's the official terminology from uh, trader.gg. Once again, type trader in chat. I've said traded 10 times. That's not actually intentional. I don't have to do this. My brain's kind of just lagging and catching up. Jerry, you will have Striker as your assistant if required. He can help you with two out of the five questions only. That will definitely be required. I'm okay. Bad. <laughs> Are you ready to get this one underway? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me, let me open this. Let me dim my light. Dun, 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 dun. Who wants to be a skinnionaire with Jerry? Brought to you by Trader.gg. Question number one. <laughs> what is the name of the number that indicates your rank in premier mode? What is Wait. the number? What is the name of the number that indicates your ranked in premier mode? CS ranking, CS rating, or CS ELO? Oh my God. It seems so easy and so hard at the same time. Okay, let's call it rating. I feel like that sounds the most correct. Striker with a nod, locking in CS rating. Correct answer is CS rating. So obviously this has come through the most recent update. For those people who haven't paid attention, we'll jump into it in a moment's time, but there's a whole new ranking ELO system, leaderboards all over the place. Okay, question number two. Which of these guns fits the mid-tier category in the CS2 loadout? Scout, the P90, or the dual Berettas? Mid-tire category, it's uh, mid-tire means... Mid-tire means it's uh, not heavy, but it's not a farm gun, right? Uh, it's not like in CS2, it's the middle column when you're in the buy. When you set so, your loadout. So it's not pistols and it's not rifles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So scout should be mid-tire, mid but P90 could be also. Yeah, let's say P90. P90. I'm going to tell you that is bang on correct. So uh, in the mid tier, be, uh, this is your shotguns, your uh, Negevs, Negev also yeah, there, yeah. your SMGs. The mm -hmm. first one is all the pistols for both sides, and the last one is all the rifles and like scouts, AWP, DAC, DAC, all that good shit alongside of your Galils, your Famous, your M4s. All right, two from two. We're chugging along nicely here. Question number three. Which of the following maps is currently not available in CS2? Italy, Office, or Militia? These are all hostage that's, maps that's, for people playing pretty, at home. That's pretty simple, actually. It's yeah. Militia. Bang. Militia. Hopefully I like Militia, militia comes. Publics. Yeah. I like, I like to... I, this is just such nostalgia to me, man, playing Militia from, like, I don't know. It's a Night fun map. In, 15 uh, years ago, whatever. In 1.6 or fucking whatever. Uh, mansion, um, mansion. Ooh. The Night Vision in Militia and the Garage thing. That was the funnest mm -hmm, thing ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, all Night right. Vision is... We're all waiting. <laughs> question number four. Well, we got the shield back. We just need the non-vision back. Uh, question number four. What was the first playable map in CS2? Was it Dust 2, Mirage, or Inferno? It was Dust 2. Bang. Damn straight it was. Man, he's like, I need help, blah, blah, blah. And he's smashing through him here. All right. Well, that one's correct. Four from four. This is for the clean sweep. Jerry's chance to go five from five, lift the trophy, spread the skins from trader.gg. What do you use to spectate matches in CS2? Is it CS2 TV, CSTV, or HLTV? CSTV, I think. I don't know. The striker help. <laughs> I, this is correct. I Just do stick not with know, it. But I think you're, I, you're bang on. You're right. yeah. Yeah. And they finally named it something will, which will not change over the franchise. It is now just Counter-Strike TV. No Go yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. no HLTV, no Counter-Strike 2 TV, just CSTV. The whole thing, just Counter-Strike. Counter yeah. yeah. 
because Counter-Strike fucks. That's basically the message. Jerry, congratulations. You got five from five. Who wants to be a skinnyhead? Brought to you by Trade It. The Czech won the giveaway. If this so guy's from Czech guy. Republic as well, this is fucked. This is rigged. This, this is rigged. Absolutely. This guy's been following rigged. for a few more years, though. He's a 2020 DC Zek, another Czech individual. Well, congratulations. You're going to uh, win a $50 voucher for TradeIt.gg. Uh, thanks to Jerry getting all the questions so correct. His name is D. Czech. He writes, I am Slovak. <laughs> 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 this is the funniest shit. Yeah, fair enough. Miss Bradley, man. Yeah, okay. Well, um, uh, look, let's get into the let's get into the actual discussion here, the meat and potatoes of all of this. We've done skin in air. Uh now let's talk about CS2 update that came out just the other day. Uh it's all Reddit and Hatred TV have been popping off with. There's a lot of polarizing opinions, there's a lot of people saying it's shit, there's a lot of people trying to give constructive criticism. There's a lot going on. But essentially, uh, the beta has been opened up to a larger group of individuals. I think, Jerry, you and I were talking about this before, about 40% of people, you were saying, mm, as yeah, your understanding. It's, uh, 33 or 40, yeah, exactly. So uh, with that has come the change to MR12, which we were speculating uh, previously once we saw it, it was leaked a, a week or a couple of weeks ago with the MR12 stuff. Uh, we were talking about it. Maybe this is one of those scenarios where Valve have this in the game and it's to get us talking about it, get the community discussing. Uh, now they get the community playing. But didn't they announce, uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong here, that it is going to be the next major will be MR12? You're okay. correct. You're correct. Yeah. So that's kind of big news, right? And there's a whole conversation to be had around MR12. Do we want to start there? Or do we want to start with the Vox Pop Prof and, and, and use that to... But, I mean, I think the MR12 angles is the thing that we talked the most about. So maybe mm -hmm. we can talk about other other things. Well, what if we get Jerry's opinion on MR12? Because we yeah. know yeah, everyone knows like, ours. And then yeah, we can move forward. Yeah. Let me be. Yeah, let me be clear here. I think uh, well, always doing things to adapt. They are doing rarely that, but they do that. Uh, some updates. In this case, uh, MR12. It's uh, pretty good for me. I think. That will change the current meta a little bit. That will change the meta of saving, especially when the maps are changed. For example, the graveyard from Inferno is deleted and uh, there is much more retakes now possible. I think MR12 is great. I think changes are great. And I think that CS2 will be a really banger. Mm. No, no more, no less. Valve shill. Okay, let's go. Okay, another one who... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, that's fair enough. Okay, after trying CS2, what are your <laughs> thoughts? So this is the Vox Pop. Um, so how many opinions do we have here, Prof? Do we have a... We have four. That's our Twitter limit. Uh, our Twitter uh, limit is... Oh, it's the poll. Fuck okay. it, oh, my eyes are getting worse. Hold up, let me bring this shit up. Bang. Uh, okay. See the potential. May See the potential's won the poll here. Concerned or disappointed? 20%. Mm -hmm. it's, it's big. It's big, actually. But yeah. concerned is okay. But concerned and disappointed, it's like different, no? <laughs> yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Fair enough. That people are not making any any jumps to conclusions. And amazing is, is the lowest. So I think anybody who thought it would be amazing um, hasn't been through previous iterations of Counter-Strike before. Uh, it's also but, beta. Like people are like, oh, like they're expecting this to be like the new game already, and it's just. I think that's obviously. because they're expecting the impending release, though, Striker. Don't you? Don't you yeah. think that's what I mean, got that them is, worried? Look, that that is hundred percent fair, yeah. Because I think, you know, the point is like, okay, I'm saying beta, beta, but they're probably going to release it in a way where they're still going to be updating it quite extensively until the end of the year, you know, to to help moving along, move it along, uh, and they'll just release it in a state where it's like releasable and not too buggy, you know, let's say. But maybe I'm wrong in that too. 
Mm. No, I, I think they will update uh, CS2 really, really much. Uh, or, uh, as we meant, uh, as we saw, they are making updates every two weeks or even one week. So I hope we will see more of this from Wealth because Wealth, here it please. We really like when you fix your mistakes, especially in Counter Strike. This game has been established for ten years each version, yeah, and fixing mistakes this is really important. So we hope CS2 will be still shining great in a time just well just don't don't forget about us <laughs> there's a few there's a few things i think that need to be established here off the top because the there's, there's so many different conversations out there at the moment and so many different yes. views on on the game and what's happening and and i suppose here we try and give different perspectives on this show it's hard for people, especially people who are hardcore Counter-Strike players or watchers or enjoyers of professional CS to put themselves in a position to understand that Counter-Strike is not only consumed by the 1% hardcore audience, that there is a very large base of people who play this game. So there are some quality of life features which people don't like that are like the radar with it showing how your footsteps, you know, what yeah. way you can do yeah, people, yeah. people don't like that. They go, well, I had to learn this skill. Why does some fucking noob who's never played before get it for to free, be honest, right? Do you think people know that very accurately? I feel like people, even like with thousands of hours, don't really know exactly. The footsteps? Yeah, the footstep range. Yeah, yeah, I like, think, I think it, you're right. You're right for sure. Like, Prof I don't think, I don't think even pros know for some like specific situations if they're going to be hurt or not, like depending on where they are. Oh, yeah. I just... I mean, because nobody knows so like to the, to the fucking to the to the millimeter, you know, where you're supposed yeah. to stop to not be heard. So I think, <laughs> like, you know, it, it's not necessarily like it's so. It would have to be so fucking high skill, like it's impossible. And it's also very hard to verify. You literally need another person to move to another position. But that's what we used to do to back in the day, out. right? Yeah, yeah. That, but you that's can what do you that used for to do. Some spots, and you kind of get the get the flow of like, if you're rushing B, where can you run and stuff yeah. like that? You're obviously gonna know mm -hmm. that. But like, if you're in a one v one rotating from B on Mirage to A. And the guy's like somewhere in CT and you're on short. Is he going to hear you? Like, it really depends on where he is. Like, if he is like, I don't know, stuff like that. But an I example would be if they're on like B lane on Ancient and you're running through T-spawn through water, right? Like, that's an example yeah. of like what most people should understand, like these kind of zones, right? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. in transition, you're going to be heard. Like across the map in every example, obviously but, not. But that's why I think this is this is also very useful for like pros to actually be able to go into offline server and just like figure out every it themselves. where they yeah, can, where yeah, they can yeah, do yeah. So you can yeah. hear the rotations really fast and you know better. Uh, actually, have you seen that there is another circle? I'm not sure what it's showing for now, but when you jump, you see a little bit, uh, a little bit less circle around your big circle when you hear your footsteps and uh, that's your zone when you can hear footsteps but when you jump there is another one small circle and uh, do you know why is that for because i think it's the I range that the noise can be heard yeah uh, you think jumping. it's the same yeah, it's, it's the like same the first, range from jumping but like there's the, the first step. there's the initial like jump and then there's the drop that's more that's more like uh, that you can hear the other way right but uh the landing is steps i think but uh, uh but and, Im uh, and imagine Im the pin or whatever and imagine that uh, when you play nuke in CS2, when you're uh, in uh, tunnels uh, down B side, you're able to hear what's happening outside. But it's you're you're hearing a different way, like in Counter Strike Go. You hear it like more like you're deaf, like you're deaf. But it's something upstairs. They change the sound. <laughs> but yeah. but but is it like affecting if you jump? Would you hear it 
better downstairs because of this small cycle if, if you yeah. just stand up uh, uh, under the guy who's jumping for example this is the interesting questions and the pros will go on the server and will discover this out this is i like it i'm having a look at it now right like so i'm in the server if if i pull the molotov and i just hold it pinned right and at the flame so when i when when it ignites it makes the small circle around me yeah. and that's going to show the distance of which people could hear that and yeah. then if i jump it makes the small circle for a sec like a, a millisecond because it makes a slight noise when you the jump first, up. First part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and what I was talking I, about. When I hit the ground, it's a louder noise. So it's a bigger circle. So that the the drop will be heard from people further away. The jump yeah. up will only be heard from mm -hmm. people close, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's so how that's that meant to work. Does that mean there is no, like the silent jump does not exist anymore? But the silent jump never really did exist, right? This is the thing when you talk to the pros, when they when they yeah. were jumping up, there was always like, it's harder on land. Yeah. yeah, but if you were, if you had like something, if, if no one was talking, there was no fucking crazy spam going on, you were just listening and someone jumped up, you could hear just a little something, right? You yes, notice that yes. a lot on Dust2B, like under the window when the guy was jumping up quietly, like you could, mm. you could just hear mm -hmm. it. That would be a good mm -hmm. example of that position. So in terms of it being completely silent, I, I, look, that's something that I guess, you know, how good you're hearing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. on land there are a lot of talkings, a lot of stuff happening in a map, and that that's almost not possible. That's why we call it silent jump. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes I even heard that. Yeah, really. I was going to the Mirage and Ape. Uh, I was going to push a palace. Uh, I don't know against who. And there is a uh, some pillar uh, bench on the A apps on Mirage on the yeah. right when you can put on with the silent jump. Sometimes mm. I was going under palace and hurting if someone goes there. Actually it's possible to hear, yeah. So okay. in CS2 is just more I think it's pronounced easy, easier, easier, easier yeah. to to yeah. hear it. Now it's easier for sure, I'm pretty sure. I haven't yeah. tried it enough with people, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I want to get playing this afternoon to try and get some hours in because I haven't been able to play much of the new update. Are, but it, there's a lot of similar gripes I'm seeing, Prof. Yeah, what are uh, maybe I can I can say mine, but you guys can, okay. can yeah. add on. To, but it's I got the well, access whatever uh, a while back. Mm -hmm. I didn't play that much, um, and I played more. I played a few games like now that the matchmaking thing came out and i have to say that experience super fucking cool like the whole veto process seeing the different maps like how good are your teammates on a map i think that's really enjoyable having this like cs rating thing all, all of that makes sense the in-game problems that i had before are kind of the same which there, is, yes which is spraying feels awful I'm not like the best player in the world. I, I just I don't, I have a call. I don't feel like I'm playing CS when I, I start spraying. I, I, I have a call how to call this spray. It's anything or nothing. If you start yeah. to spray and you start missing, you better to shut down spray. It starts yeah. from the beginning. It's yeah. all or nothing. If yeah. you spray, it's all or nothing in this game for now. So that, that thing is still feeling very weird. And mm -hmm. the combination of like sound... Plus, like the damage indicator, like the damage indicator and the fucking the, the red bar. blood stuff. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. I am very. It feels, you know, you. I don't know. I was trying to explain this. It kind of feels like I'm playing with someone else. Like I'm holding someone who's playing CS. It feels so. Okay. <laughs> you know, out of like this slightly off. Yeah. After thousands of hours of CS, you you feel in the game. You know exactly everything in CS:GO how it works when you get hit, where you're getting hit from. Like it just becomes like second nature. 
and that does not exist in in CS2 for me now. And of course, it's a new game, so that is a part of it. But I also think the 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 movement of the of the damage indicator or something about it, I feel like is different, because like I can have like 95 or 5 HP, and I don't same. know what what the like i don't know what they changed about it but something is different but that was mm -hmm, the same mm -hmm. that was the same when we were in the office at the start of the year testing yeah. it. the biggest thing that we had problems with well not the biggest we had problems with a lot of things right the yeah. game was in a much rawer state back then than it is right now but it didn't feel that when you died you didn't get the jolt like of oh shit i died like in cs you know when you die like you yeah and you know you know when you've done damage and you know when you're you know exactly the things you're explaining there prof that you're having a hard time feeling we had a hard time feeling then as well so whatever quantifies that, this is the thing. How do we, and just want to make a point. I'm going to go on a soapbox for a second here. I saw that some like AAA game dev made a Reddit thread yesterday, like calling people on the, I'm going to paraphrase, but calling people but essentially like whiny bitches or whatever, which yeah. is for, for the most part true. Now, here's the thing. There is just a subsect of the community that just wants to call it shit, which is fine. And you can call it shit, but you're just not going to help anything. Like just I mean, by saying it shit. You're not going to help anything by just look at the, just look at the results of the poll. You know, you hear so many people complaining about it, but the results of the poll are like seventy percent positive. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. true. Fifteen percent is I didn't play the game, and like ten percent is I hate it. I don't like it, or I think it maybe will be bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone would say this game right now is ready to replace where CS:GO is currently at. Nobody would say no, that. It would be fucking no, no, mental. No, no, for sure. But nobody thought that with Source. Nobody thought that with CS:GO in the beginning either. They, those both of those games when they came out were not products that were ready to replace the predecessor. But then we have that same situation now. The thing is. With all the feedback, if it's constructive and people are running the tests, like these, this Thor guy or, you know, there's a whole bunch of people out there who are actually running tests and going through things and checking. The more that we can check one for one, why is this like this in CSGO? Why does it feel different here? If we are able to do more of that, as much of that as possible, you're essentially helping Valve do their work. And people are going to be like, but they're a fucking game dev and they make fucking millions of fucking dollars a year, man. The game fucking shit is not ready to go. So that's not how this happens. The game is played by thousands upon thousands of people who are searching for different things. Jerry might go in a server and find shit completely different to what I go in a server and find. Like we're, we're going to find different, we'll experience different bugs. We have different PC builds, different graphics cards, different, all of this. So the more people who test and can offer the feedback and use the email with the bugs and we speak about things constructively, this is how we make the game better as a community. We create the feedback, Valve are going to read it, I fucking guarantee you that, and the more of that that we get read and, and people are going through, the better the game will be. So the people who just want to call it shit, you can keep calling it shit, that's fine. That you can exist in your own little bubble because we all agree with you that the game is not ready right now. But I think the community as a whole want to push the game in the correct direction right so let's let's continue to try and see the That's forest awesome. for the trees right yeah yeah, That's yeah. Awesome, uh post from uh, cooper about like interp rates and yep. stuff like that uh mm -hmm that apparently help so maybe that's a thing that i try out this afternoon see if it does any difference so do, me too do actually you, do you have to uh, unstable internet connections the two of you i guess like it, it for jerry maybe higher mine, being mine is pretty mm, good no no actually also, uh yeah. Almost, almost all games I had. I had uh, eleven games. I won nine out of them, and uh, well, I think Jerry. I think nine games was on Stockholm, and uh, for me, it's uh, ten ping, ten okay. latency. Okay. So it's okay. Reason, I mean, you're Saint Petersburg, right? You said yes, yes, okay, exactly. Yeah, that, that's pretty close. I also wanted to say that I got Stockholm for some reason, which is definitely not a good server. Like Germany would make sense. Did Germany you lower your max ping? But but listen, I don't know. They, they lower have your max ping. They have Frankfurt on mine, 
at uh, Germany server. Yes. On Faceit, for example, for premium games, they have Falkenstein. And Falkenstein is much worse. So thank you again. Frankfurt is a really good server with good rotations. For all of us who is playing Counter-Strike, uh, it's better. So yeah, just, just wanted to make a point of it. Because, I don't know, Falkenstein is bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what else is there? So I still noticed that you could do a jump bind. I was talking to Machine about it today. Uh, that you can still I mean, do jump, jump throws. throws. Yeah, yeah, jump throws. So uh, yeah. the way you'd have to do your config for CS2, it's in a slightly different area for people who wanted to add that, but you can still do jump throws with binds for the step and the standard jump throw. So I guess suppose Valve are not going to be able to put a kibosh on that. The thing with that is it's so wild. When we were there in the office, we were talking about the jump throw. We come in the next day and one of the guys had put jump throw as an actual bind in the game. And we we're like, yeah, that's fucking sick. And then when the game came out, on the day the game, with, like when the beta was announced, we were talking about it at, at Pro League last season. And I was like, oh yeah, this is in the game. And then when I went and checked, I was like, it's not there anymore. Like, so they can put it in the game. It's a functionality they can just add. But for whatever reason, I think they thought they had solved that problem. Um, not to be the case. What else is there that you can... I mean, the uh, problem the problem with the jump throws is mainly moving jump throws rather than, you know, standing is super easy and, and jumping, crouching, whatever, like combination of, mm-hmm. of throws is easy. But the problem is when you start running or when you start moving and, and jump and, and jump throwing is, is when it's slightly off, you know, when it's not super easy to, to do consistently, you know? Mm. Yeah, so I moves... think that's a, that's a huge skill check, I suppose. Yeah, moves are feeling really weird, and uh, I'm the guy who's like in run boost, you know, and mm. I'm I'm always the guy who's an overpass jumping over the heads and trying to run boost myself. I always like to do that, and on Mirage, when you go to the middle, I always run boost. But in CS2, I have never done this. Oh, actually, Inferno, Inferno, when you go B, run boost. Yeah. So free run boost I use all, all the day, every time I play, but I'm not able to use them in CS2 for now, actually... and I'm... Actually, did did it once. I mean, it's possible to do it. Yes, it's possible, yeah. but now it's really harder because the models uh, they feel like you're always getting, you know, like it's just in front of you. But at the same time, if you go walk close to it, you you might get stuck. You yeah. might get bumped. You might get, uh, you know, you know. To, Something, something it's like when you're putting happening. magnets together, right, Jerry? Yes, you know, when you yes, try and, yes, ma- and yes, then it pushes yes. away? Yeah. Yes, yes, it's pushing me away all the time. I want to run boost, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> no one letting me to do so. It's hard. I mean, it's harder now. And I'm pretty sure that they will, some movements will be changed, but not now. I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will. What do we think about New Inferno? Because it's got a, it seems like it has a very positive review. Do, do you guys share that it sentiment? Is the, it is the best looking map of them all, man. Like, it's not even close. A lot of like, the elements so have been looked like they've been thought about as well. Yeah, in there's terms so of... much detail, man. Yeah, I... for example, as I mentioned, the simplest one is that they, that they uh, deleted the wall in front of graveyard, and now it's easier to retake the most hardest to retake site uh, on Inferno. They, they removed the wall, and now you're not able to hide in graveyard. And pit, now in pit, you see not only just the head, you see the whole body. You see almost oh, the whole on body. The barrel. Uh, no, if you pick, if you pick short from uh, oh, okay, okay, it's now, not a headshot now, angle anymore. Yeah, it's not headshot angle anymore. And there is, as you mentioned, so much more details. The map is more wider. In some, you know, in banana, it seems like it's wider. In the mid, it seems like it's wider. But uh, the entrance to the mid is now shorter. In the same time, Yo, so the, it feels more claustrophobic. Yeah, <laughs> I will say, yeah. I will say that for me, I think. The I know a lot of people have complained about the brightness of the maps, and I think mm-hmm. it's the most. I don't know when I jumped into Inferno the other day, I just looked like 
because of the difference of what's inside and what's outside, it becomes like overwhelming when you go somewhere in an open area, you know, where the, where the brightness is like 100%, you know, because mm. if you go into apps, for example, on Inferno, you know, it's like a normal, it's like you expect that to be slightly dimmer and stuff like that. But then you go outside and it's really like you're getting blasted by sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, like it really is so, almost a little bit too bright overall. Yeah, I have saturation 10 on my monitor settings and uh, I like uh, when the picture is bright. Uh, I have the problem now on CSU when uh, I'm playing with the guy who uh, has an orange sign, uh, orange color on the radar. Okay. I'm almost, I don't know how is that gamma works, but sometimes I think that this orange guy is actually enemy who's shooting my teammate and I can oh, see him on radar. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's almost red and I, I had to put my saturation down a little bit. So... Yeah, colors are really good, and as you mentioned, uh, striker. Yeah, you go to the apps and you feel okay, but once you pick the site, you whoa, what's happening? I put my brightness <laughs> down to like ninety or something. I think I have to put it down to. And it's I also, think on default, it's a bit much. There is a small bug if you like type it in. At least it was when I was doing it two days ago. When you type mm-hmm. like ninety in, it actually moves the thing to hundred twenty for some reason. So you have to move it with your. <laughs> they want cursor. you to play <laughs> like this. They have to move it with your cursor to actually make it lower. Otherwise, it actually makes it more bright. So yeah. maybe it's because of. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't matter. You, you know what I? You know what I think is gonna be really interesting with with all the stuff like we're we're talking about like just general things with the game in terms of the colors and this that and the other. The more that people now who just get access to this and can play with the camera feature and like the grenade rethrow feature and everything they have in in the game now with this, like I think for people to be able to get proper util sets and stuff, people are more incentivized to be able to do it in easier fashions. And I think that's going to hopefully like, I don't imagine it will take as long as it did in previous iterations of Counter-Strike to go from, you know, having all the set util. We're already in the precedent where all the set util, the perfect flashes, everyone knows the map control util, the smoke. That's going to be immediate, which is so crazy. And with no skyboxes, you guys seen on Inferno some of the stuff like Rops is throwing like a spawn CT smoke that lands T stairs on -hmm. Inferno. So then he, and then somebody from mid could just throw the standard chicken pit molly and you could have full mid control. There's going to be some real small, meta shifts. Um, I think it was on was it on an art video or is it on a, uh, Shush, Hit, Shushan as well? Like Flames' brother made a video that like a smoke that kind of lands bottom banana, but also kind of smokes T stairs at the same time mm-hmm. because of the different smokes, the volumetric stuff is like okay, this kind of is kind of sick. That's throwing in front of library, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's hard smoke, but it's changing meta. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe a bit slow, so I don't know if you if you can do it like at the start of the round or does it do anything. Uh, but I don't know. I think the the question is about this like run because now the bind exists, not the bind. You can make the the bind to jump throw. Yep. But mm-hmm. they kind of it seems like they didn't want that to be in the game, and I feel like it's not going to be in the game. Like it doesn't really align with what they're doing with CS2 in general. So the question is, does it actually? Do we actually need to have consistent? Run, yeah, we had this discussion throw. seven years ago. Do we I already had this consistent... argument on Twitter against JW and Flusher. Yeah, I don't know. So it's, um, I think it's... it creates more of a like a more layers to the game. So I think it's just good for the game because you just it just becomes deeper. You know, if you ha- if you know all these things, then you will just become be able to come up with more elaborate strats. Just the game becomes more interesting. I think it's a good thing. If, if it's if, more, if it's, if it's not consistent, con- you know. If it's not consistent, you won't see the ability to have the map control done in the same way. So the game will yeah. just become like messier and sloppier. And it, like, it I don't know if that's have, what we're looking for. It doesn't have to be because, like, maybe the balance is some 
maybe the balance is like more skybox openness versus jump like run but there drones. is no skybox right so it, yeah. it need to be more map openness so that you don't have to do the jump ones but then yeah. i guess what is it they want to control because when we had inferno in the old meta we didn't like it when everybody could just go long side and re-smoke bottom of a banana for yeah. fucking the entire but, round but that's also different now because now you have the nade to kind of counteract that yeah they, we will play differently what do you think of that jerry the nade smoke combo uh, I think that in time the wealth will add some, you know, like now if you go to the inferno to the mid, you are not able to throw the same nades because there is some arch above yes. you and you are not able to do that. So I think the wealth will go this way. They will just add something in instead of skyboxes, and that would be really interesting. For example, you were mm. you've been throwing this uh, mid control combo, and uh, in some day we'll just add something. I don't know some uh, part of the building there or something that could block this smoke, and you you come up on the server and think, hmm. I'm not able to do that anymore. Interesting. So maybe that's the, how they will approach these open skyboxes all over the maps. Maybe some other way, but I think that will be really fun and interesting, as you mentioned. And uh, for these, more slow game in the beginning. That's okay on Inferno. No problem. You waste your nades. We will come up later. We will retake mm -hmm. you. You will be not comfortable to stay in our zones, like uh, in the bed and the beginning of Banana. And the uh, terrorists will find a way to solve this i mean this is this is okay for uh uh maybe a low level yeah when you throw these nades and your teammates staying in these stairs and saying oh what 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 should we do i'm burning in molotov if i go banana i get killed but in high level just wait and just uh, wait. Taking, yeah. yeah just taking control of the over the bridge over the t-apps just chill for a while realize where the enemy could be then use some utilities to retake the zones and the uh, this is pretty pretty simple actually but as i mentioned changing meta i mean changing meta with the nades so open skyboxes some new incredible nades some something you know maybe less he grenades using uh because now you're able to uh how oh, i don't know the word disperse uh, the smoke the, disperse the smoke yeah and the much more will come, I'm pretty sure. Like we had with CZ, once they added CZ and uh, Global Offensive, uh, everything blown up, all Peter blown up. Like this is the OP gun, and now it's full fixed. And this is the only weapon, except AVP, you will get $100 reward for killing. Mm. Really? Really? 100 still? It should be changed. Yeah. Back to yes. 300 so, for sure. So, so, yeah, we will see more of that. I'm pretty excited. Chad, did you see anyone or anyone? Did you see anyone doing some like executes or like timed pushes with like exploding the smoke and then having someone else throw a pop flash at the same time or stuff nothing, like that? Nothing regimented right now. I imagine me and the the lads are probably gonna go do that once we finish here and just goes like yeah. some of the guys <laughs> that I play with have been playing a, a bit, right? And some of them haven't. Most of the guys I on broadcast with haven't been playing a lot, but it'd be fun to go. We like doing that stuff. We really like yeah, the way that I think the, that's gonna be very interesting to to see because like you can really catch people with their pants down proverbially yeah. uh with a nading a smoke thing. Um you just can't really even more than before, like now people still can pop through smokes with a with a pop flash, but now there's like so many variations to it. You don't even need to push through. It can be just someone chilling with an op holding an angle yes. and you explode the smoke and kill, get a kill. I can so, see a lot of good ways for it to be used, right? Like uh, if they're going a deep banana smoke and your T stairs and you have an AWP posted on the line, you blow it away, you get the vision. If you see nothing, you, one of your players can sneak through and take the banana space and the smoke means nothing, yeah. right? Like there's a lot of good ways to use it.
So we had a, you know, we had a reaction, we had a reflex on flashes, on some, you know, uh, flashes sound when it hits the wall, right? Like someone used decoy to pretend it's flash. And yeah. now we will have a reflex to react on each HE when we have an uh, uh, execute. If you hear the HE sound, then you need to turn around to the smoke instantly because it maybe disappeared just behind you. So we will have new reflexes and the I think it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Maybe some people will do two fake, like someone will drop two nades, uh, one guy will throw a nade, and they thought, okay, they just picked uh, on banana, for example, yeah? You wasted uh, two nades on banana, they think you have no nade, they may stay in front of smoke and do contact or yes. uh, fast explode, but you will have one more extra HE dropped on the coffins, and you will use it in the same timing, I mean, in a different timing, and uh, you will uh, expose the T's really fast. So, yeah, the meta will be incredibly interesting. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of ways to use that. Draco, where no, are you I'm going? I'm curious about the combo. Well, like what you were talking about with the combos of like, you know, there's these uh, already I've seen, you know, where there's uh, essentially like, let's say you, you are on um, defending B Inferno, you know, and you have, okay, uh, and you have the, the smoke just, yeah, yeah, I just saw that come up and I got, I got kind of surprised. Uh, and you have the smoke just delaying, you know, T's, whatever, in banana, and you're waiting for that. I mean, you could easily have as a T, you know, like a combination of a pop plus the nade that lands right in, in the middle of the, the smoke, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the nade pops, the flash pops at literally the same time. And at that time, at that point, like the T's push through the smoke, you know, just to get the op off the angle or whatever. Even if somebody's watching the smoke, literally waiting for the nade to happen, you still have the pop flash, you know, on top of it. So you get people off the angle, you can push through the smoke in that moment, you know, yeah. and just use it in that way. You know, I, I'm really curious, like how far people will take it. And this will, of course, cause CTs to start reacting differently to that, you know, like, so, yeah. like, it will, we will Playing see the development. And then people are just walking through a smoke yeah. without anything. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. yeah. Anti-Nate anti smoke, whatever. Like, I don't know That's, what that will yeah. entail. Easy, you know? easy. But essentially, all this has done is give a whole new plethora of different options right that's that's essentially oh, what yeah. we're discussing here is is new options so people's decision making tree of how they approach scenarios in counter-strike will become larger there'll be more decisions which are optimal there'll still be the best decisions to make in certain situations but you have more ways to counter certain things and once the meta of how those things starts to grow that'll be added onto the meta that we already have built in terms of the way that we use our utility now and then we'll refine that with what the new uh, attributes and abilities are. But I wanted to bring back up this floppy tweet because I think Rops agreed with a bunch of the stuff here. So I just wanted to read through some of I this. I actually opened it on my own as well to bring it up later. So yeah. so this this tweet right here from Floppy, I I have the same feeling with quite a few bits and bobs. So Lucas, if you can wipe this one back up on the screen, mate. Uh, spraying, we already mentioned it. Running next to people with the rubber banding like Jerry brought up before. Uh, smokes lasting slightly too long. I'm pretty sure in CSGO, it's like 18 seconds. In CS2, it's like 21 or 22 seconds, something along those lines. So okay. maybe they wanted to extend the smoke length because of the HE combination. So they may okay. be expecting people to use that more. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, peaking, there does feel like there's a lot more run and gun, but I'm curious if that is a ping issue because I always play on 40 to 50 ping. Mm -hmm. So for me, if, I'm not sure if I'm experiencing that because of a ping scenario or if that's an issue with the sub tick or if that's an issue with the way that the new models move, right? So once somebody is initiating into a jiggle peak, half of their body or more is going to be making a gesture that they're yeah. moving. Whereas when we're in CSGO, we're a lot more, this part of our body stays very straight, right? So we're more yeah, like, we're, yeah. block, the, we're moving it's around. Tragic. It's tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is something that people's brains have to get used to as well. Now, I think there's probably something wrong with sub tick, if I'm going to be honest. Like for me, I, I, 
the fact that we everybody has the same consensus tapping feels fucking great you know tap bang yeah. the headshot you're blown off but the there's something about the adjustment and whatever plays into that i feel like subtick or the system they have in place I, that i would love mental to, it would be actually super super cool if they would just do a test with you know like they did with you guys mm. did this whole same game have subtick and have 128 tick and just see what people say like yeah. i also feel like whatever from what i'm reading it just makes sense that it would not be consistent as as the old thing was not and i'm not saying it's it's definitely going to be a different experience and the question is is it better and we just need to get used to it or is it or is it not it so far it doesn't seem better mm-hmm. it seems at best it can be the same but it's probably going to ca- cause some issues so i don't know what the upside of this whole like subtick thing is um but yes i would but, have just loved to have it the same and then eliminate one like random factor in trying to make the games match up essentially sure yeah i think that's yeah. probably something they should be aiming for right to make things as close as possible but it's a whole new engine so some things won't be possible but stuff that irks me up the wall is like why do i have to have the traces on why do i have to have the bob on right do they want the game to be the same for everybody? I imagine so. But that fucking sucks. I played 10 years of Counter-Strike with having Bob turned off and not having traces on. And now I don't want to relearn. That's how I feel. But I will relearn, right? But I don't want to because <laughs> it means I have to work. And people don't like to work. So that's some of the adjustments. But the, I think the AWP feels dog shit. You hear people talking about how it feels delayed oh, yeah. after you shoot. Yeah. Like there's certain things with that that don't feel great. Um, so that all needs to be adjusted and tweaked and, 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 and made better. Some of the stuff though, like left-handed models, I feel that has to come in and not for the reason that people should be changing in the middle of a round between hands, but in the reason that some people's, their, their different eye is dominant, which is going to be affected by which side of the, the model it's on. Right? I don't know the science behind this, but I know that there is some rationale behind it. People are left or right eye dominant, which, um, you know, could be affecting with these, these models. So there's a lot of things they need to adjust. Um, and I don't think any, and again, I want to reiterate this. I don't think anybody's ready for, for, to say this is the game that should be out there and we should be playing it. But we're definitely, hopefully, heading in a direction where these things can be fixed. I don't know if they can be. I'm, I'm hoping they can I'm be. I'm but... pretty sure they can be fixed because this is a huge big advantage. It's uh, not fair. <laughs> I can say for sure. I know if I'm staying at Banana for T-side on the wall, and if I go wide and try to kill Sandbags, I will do it. 10 of 10, 10 of 10, I'm pretty sure. Because now you have incredible, big, huge advantage if you pick someone with white pick. Mm. And uh, sometimes when I use the USP, as you mentioned, the, it's like an AVP. The bullets are like delayed, slightly delayed, and had like 10 ping. I don't know uh, how and why, but I'm pretty sure that it will be fixed pretty soon. Because uh, as you, as we mentioned, every win have, everything have, Everyone has the same um, same pool of problems, and uh, that means this is the weak spot in uh, current beta version, and uh, we will be working on that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if we are the individuals to try and dissect some of these problems, but I I, I know that I'm having a lot of reading to catch up on from the last couple of days. Uh, I see I see Flom's already going really hard in the premier mode, like in the rankings and stuff like that. And I've been watching some of Rops' streams and there's other like high level like pro players playing and some of the matchmaking games are actually quite 
interesting. Like they're having to calm. I'm watching Rops and he's having to like communicate as if he, I wouldn't say he's playing like a match or anything, but he's having to communicate a lot more than, I'm, than I have in my experiences of old matchmaking. Because old matchmaking is fucking, you, you roll in, you know you're going to beat your opponent every day of the week. It's not, it's not close out there in the global elites. Um, so it is, it, it's interesting to see now that we have an influx of people in the server testing all these things out. Um, I, I, I just hope that, yeah, we see these updates coming pretty frequently. But I, I, I have faith. I think, yes, has they, they've shown that they're trying to build something good, right? And I don't think they, they don't want the game to be bad. I, I think that's hilarious. My, my favorite take is, right, we've got this fucking, um, we've got this mum AQ guy in here whose entire thing is just to like stir the pot and be a cunt. Like feels like Valve isn't incompetent. To, uh, feels like Valve is incompetent, to be honest. They can't do spraying or flicking. Those are the most basic mechanics. I'd say this individual is probably somewhere around under the age of, of 20. And has like, you know, just, just contributing nothing, just contributing nothing into the void of the world with a comment like that. It's like, what are you, what are you saying, bro? Like, what are these, what are these people attempting to achieve with comments like that? I just, I just can't, uh. I can't help, but like, think that it's like, I know I'm getting old and I'm becoming more <laughs> rational the older I get, but, but just you know, reading funnily the, enough, they're, they're more like the old man shouts at cloud than you are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fair enough. You're right. So you know, you that, can't feel old either, man. They just uh, want to say, they just want to say, and that's all. Yeah. What, what is concerning to me is like, when are we going to switch to uh, CS2? And when we switch, how good the, is the game going to be? Because mm. what from what it is right now, and let's say we want to switch in that like... Major window, know, major Octo window. Yeah, October, November kind of area where the major was supposed to be, which makes sense. I don't think the game is going to be as close to CSGO as people want it to be. No, I don't and think so Which either. will result in a lot of uh, random results and a lot of complaining and a lot of kind of... Resentment, Resentment maybe? towards the Big Dad Valve and stuff like that. And uh, I was... I was hoping it wouldn't be the case, uh, but I don't think they can solve all of these things and in that time. And realistically, yep. some of them will just be solved later and also, realistically, when CSGO came out, it was probably worse than CS2 is right now. Uh, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Maybe yes. Oh, it yes. was. It Definitely was. When it came out. When it you came are, out. were not able to extinguish the Molotov. But like, the Bison was the best year, gun in the game. After the first year, it was really good, like I would say. And then there was a lot of changes that made it even better in terms of like the hitboxes and stuff like that is like stuff that people only realize after like two or three years of the game being out, like things being desynced on planting and stuff like that. And that got fixed in like 2015 and shit like that. So I think there is just going to be, I'm just coming to terms that when the game comes out, it's going to be kind of whack in some, in some right. regards. I think the, uh, I think the positive thing is that there are way more people playing the game that they, there were CSGO at the time. It was like, in the tens of thousands, you know, in CSGO when sure. it came out, you know, and very quickly it just like was like people coming back to 1.6 because they didn't like the game enough. And that's kind of what we're seeing with CS2 and beta, at least what we've seen so far, because you could only enjoy so much of playing it as two or whatever it was, whatever the <coughs> map was at the time, you know. So I think just through them having way more data on everything and way more people just giving them feedback, way more people like who actually know what they're talking about to tell, to be able to tell them very specifically, okay, this is how I reproduced it. And this is like, just through that alone, the improvement of the game will go quicker than CSGO did because like there's just not even as many devs working on the game, I'm sure at the time, you know, not even close. So from that aspect, I think like 
we're still in the good hands and that's, and that's here's two things with your point here striker is that what doesn't qualify with people's critiques one of the things is if you say that's not counter-strike that doesn't qualify as a critique right, you don't yeah, you yeah. don't get anywhere with that uh and like if you if people are, there was a second point i had and i forgot it already so my brain is functioning really I mean, well today it's like, <laughs> pretty un not really unusable it's it's okay but well, it, like how, how really, are you supposed to adjust not really it, actionable like, it's like right. it feels off oh it's a like, feet that's it it was feeling i was going to use we yeah, need to right. have more just we need to we need to try and look for the cause of the feeling yeah if we can try and identify the cause of the feeling then we can actually work out why it feels different or why right. it feels this way. I think yeah. saying something feels off is is fine. And like if, if enough people are saying the same thing, then I guess there's something to it that needs a, like a better look yeah. in. But it's not really something we can... Or it's, a, or it's a reverse placebo effect. You know, yeah. one person says it, enough people say yeah. it, and then everybody's <laughs> like, well, this fucking <laughs> that, feels off that, that would be really funny. <laughs> that's kind of, uh, but that's, what I'm that's why I'm kind of trying, almost trying to avoid, even though like my job is to know stuff and all that stuff, I'm almost trying to avoid all the feedback about CS2 until I get a good chance to play a lot of it. So that I get my own opinion, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not affected by all this. Like this feels off, this feels off, this interp, whatever that interp. Like I want to have like as clean of an experience for myself without being affected by all these people talking about all these issues. You know, I still come across it. Like it's impossible. It's a, I can't do it, but I want to try. Sorry, gentlemen. I just uh, I have a missed call. I was I wasn't not listening. No uh, I I I I'm back in the room. Um, okay, I just put this up on screen. So if you are somebody who wants to add constructive criticism or find some bugs, uh, use the email provided on screen right now to email Valve and let them know what you found. And usually examples are great ways to go about doing that. If you're an example of something in the game, if you have any any materials, any assets that you can provide, um, that would be fantastic. I'm sure they would love to get your constructive criticism, your uh, feedback to help things along here and put them in the right direction. Uh, just make sure, again, Mame Q, you're not <laughs> saying things like, uh, you know, it's shit. Right. And <laughs> let me let, also, let me. This guy saying, um, "I'm um, is like me being a Valve employee, reading the seven thousand feedback messages that reads sprays our shit today." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, that, is, that is also the bad thing about like so many people playing the game because they're gonna get so much feed. Like yeah. it's harder, much harder to sift through all the feedback because there's just too many people, right? If I I'm email sure that's why HLTV, it's gonna go in the priority. I'm pretty sure. Right, so. right. Like I'm sure that's why you know they they like introduce the people very. The, uh, by in waves you know that so that like at the, at the beginning they only have a few like feedback feedback like yeah, core yeah, feedback yeah. like at the big at the beginning you know and then like the bigger test comes when they want to to test all of the rigs and all that stuff like the, the stress test everything all the servers whatever it is that they need to do you know so i think that's also a part of that's obviously bad but as long as they can sift through the feedback and get to the good one that it's, it is a good thing that there's but this so many is, people this is why the feedback needs to be like this hey the, the spraying is shit because well, no, not because the spraying is shit. I think things like not being able to disable Bob traces, different different models, different this may be affecting the way this feels. I think you know this. This is this, yeah. you have to speculate the reasons. We have to talk this through. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's not easy. All right, we've almost been going for two and a half hours, Jerry. You're a man yeah. of many words. I want some words right now on the future of yourself, of Counter Strike, of CS2, of anything that comes to your mind right now, young son. What are you feeling? What's in your heart of hearts? I'm feeling great motivation right now. I feel, I feel I can use my, I can feel I can use my skills uh, and everything else to provide something good in the CS2 when it, once it's out of beta. And uh, of course, I will tell you that. Uh, thank you a lot for uh, inviting me here to give me a word. <laughs> a little when one. do we find uh, about your new roster? You will find out on 15 September. 
Okay, 11 days. Yes, not okay. that much. And uh, thanks to everyone who watched that. I think uh, we had a pretty uh, impactful conversation here, actually. Uh, had some, you know, deep discussions. And uh, yet, there is so much more to, ex to explore. And uh, uh, right after this, LTV show, I will go and explore my rating because I need to win one more game. <laughs> and one more game are separating me from getting my CS2 rating. I'm really, you know, I really want to see that. And I think the, the hard uh, 20k is the point where you're not able to go above on calibration. How do you think, guys? I think it's 20k. Or, uh, you, what, sorry? Uh, about 20k the points, yeah, ELO rating. It's yeah. like uh, if you win 10 games, you'll get your rating. But I think the highest uh, part of rating you can get after these 10 wins, it's 20k, but you're not able to get more. Okay. How do you think? So then you have do to you think? I don't know. I have to look into this. No, I've I seen played somebody a couple of more them, than that, no? Like when they're posting yep. the. But he's saying after your 10 games. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. Okay, like, yeah, like only, only, 10, point, only 10. At the point of you when you get the 10 games, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. So... Some people in chat are saying you can get more, but I don't know. Some, I, I, some okay. people have got. No, I thought, okay, like, okay, I okay, you, okay. You know, okay. I, had, I, I, had, I had 11 games. All of those, I had, I don't know, uh, 150 ADR, a lot of kills. And uh, I want to figure out how is that exactly work because I'm really interesting to explore. And the uh, Guys, let's just play CS2. Let's just play CS2, find some bugs, and uh, let's, let's uh, improve. Let's improve our, our community because it's uh, it's uh, growing up. It's uh, being more professional now, but we still have a lot to do. So just be positive, guys. Be positive. CSMR coming back against the ancient. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but Jerry's bang on. Jerry's got a really good point here. And and one final question before we get out of here. Uh, well, not, not a question. One final final tidbit from me. There's people asking, why didn't they give out more access earlier? Because you would fragment the entire player base of Counter-Strike if you did that. And that is probably not something that Valve wanted to achieve. They didn't want to be ultimately disruptive if if I was looking at it, right? I would, I would want to try and keep the community in one place while it's possible. But uh, Jerry, thank you very much for joining us today, mate. It's been fantastic. Thank always you. love talking you to you. Uh, Prof Striker, as always, Lucas. He's been the man uh, making all the buttons get pushed and all that good stuff. And uh, once more, shout out to the sponsors, 22 Bet. Remember to gamble responsibly, Steel Series and Trader.gg. We're out of here. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. And, uh, well, same stuff. I bet we'll be talking about more CS2, more Pro League, and anything else that happens within the news. See you guys next time. Best Esports Odds, VIP program and a variety of bonuses, fast and easy withdrawals, bet on every possible CSGO match and tournament, as well as any other esports game, only on 22Bet. Are you tired of your boring old skins and looking for beautiful new ones? 
Trade.gg is your place to go for easy and secure trades within seconds. Simply pick and choose whatever item you want to trade from Trade.it's huge inventory. Verify the trade on Steam and you're ready. With the lowest fees in the market and a beautiful, easy to use UI, Trade.it also offers you the option to instantly sell your items for cash. We accept a wide variety of payment methods. Trade.gg is the go-to place whenever you want to try out fancy new skins. Start trading today at Trade.it.gg.